Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Pass the Barb. Today is Tuesday, January 9th, 2024. We're in the new year. Look at us. We did it. Happy New Year, boys. We're quite about as late as we probably could be doing this every two weeks that to yeah. be able to say that <laughs> like actually yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real so happy new year everybody uh thank you for joining us at the number one outdoor podcast in uh in the world i'm your host Adam for Marcus yet Smith. another year yeah yet another, another year. year i'm joined by ryan Pinkala. what up glad to be back glad to be in a new year glad to get this thing going that's what i'm here for and we are joined as well by our man, Captain Bill, uh, up in up in I- Idaho now, right? Yeah, back back in Idaho. I went back in Idaho. Yeah, but back in Idaho. But Idaho. yeah, happy happy twenty twenty four, boys. It's gonna be a gonna be a good one, I think. So, so how wild is it, like experiencing your New Year in Mountain Time? Well, we're you know doing Central, right? You know, well, no, actually, I'm in Pacific time now. Holy shit. So it was 10. Oh, wow. Yeah, We were blacked out and in bed and he was he was just getting her going. He was like, oh, my but, God, I just finished dinner. But you know, <laughs> for, for, for the New Year's, I was actually in Minnesota. Oh, so OK. I was we were on the same uh, page, but I had to. Thanks drive. for the call. <laughs> I wish, boys. I got horrifically <laughs> sick on like Christmas Day. And then um, I wonder so, how that happened. Yeah, 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 no kidding. Um I was kind of yeah, I sort of struggled through that. Um but uh yeah, and then I ended up drive dr- drove back to Montana on the 1st. So my New Year's Eve was pretty uneventful. I think I was in bed before midnight. So Right on. Man, me me too. <laughs> like actually I I did watch the ball drop and then I was like, okay. Going back. I did too. It was it was pretty funny because um, I drove home with my brother. I rode with him, so I didn't have my truck or anything. So he uh, he like dropped me off at the bar that night, and then I was with some of my buddies from home. And then then we ended up going back to their house, and I was still like kind of not feeling the best. And I was like, I just want to sleep and and have a decent drive tomorrow, you know, because it's fifteen hours. So I had texted my mom. I was like, "Hey, can you come pick me up?" It's like eleven o'clock. <laughs> but I'm I'm getting You're, old. I was gonna say that that was your first time old thing. Yeah, it definitely was. But yeah, I was happy sl- the next day. They slowly start creeping up on you. I feel like I'm like eighty. So yeah. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. Mm-hmm. God uh, damn. Yeah. So here we are, back in uh, 2024, <laughs> and we're all eighty now. So yeah, we age. I think I'm the only one that I'm the only one that did anything. This is unreal. Yeah. No, I like seriously. The excitement of my New Year's pink was um, me and Alyssa were chilling with her cats that we moved in. Well, cat. God, man. And then um, I was swapping treble hooks on Tika flashes. I'm so I'm so disappointed in both of us, Adam. I I I will say I I finally was at at Bart's house. Fuck you. There's that. <laughs> I, I will say I finally went to I've Bart's only ever gotten to say that to you hey, like once. That worked out pretty his, good. Right, his girlfriend was... cares more about that cat than him, for sure. A hundred percent. Based What's on what I, I seen in your house, unbelievable. What's yeah, the name of the cat? Uh well, her name is Winter, but we call her Beans. I don't get it. But <laughs> it's short for winter, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's kind of yeah, like if weird. your name is um God damn it. What what's I'm just gonna go out on limb and if say you it's call them like if you call them Dick, what's their first name normally? Richard, but that's that's, that's just I don't that's know. It's really not the same at all. That's but. about the closest we can get into human names. Like if you can okay. think of an actual name that like coincides with a nickname for something else, same thing, right? Winter beans, you know. That was well, you got a cat anyway, so yeah. So we have a cat now. But the biggest thing, like I said, was swapping. Um, I was swapping treble hooks on Tika flashes. Which, by the way, just take a wild guess. So two hours. How many? Well, it was about an hour and a half. Hour and a half. How many Tika flash treble hooks do you think I swapped? Split ring probably, players. You only need to swap 12. one treble hook. You go from a number 18 to a number 16 treble hook. In, in an hour? In an hour and, hour and a half. half. I think just well, based on you, how much you shake, it was probably a dozen. I hope you did like 50. <laughs> no. 14. <laughs> it takes oh, you that long to do that. No, it's, Will, it's the, they have micro split rings on them. Oh, so like getting it actually open and not bent like I bent four or five of them wide oh. open on accident. And then I was okay. like, OK, I need to like doing the usual like swapping the DT hooks or whatever process. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I can't do this this way. Okay. And I had to figure so out it's... a new way. And it was not fun. So now I, I will say um, for any listener of Pass the Barb, who's an ice fisherman, I may or may not have like 20 to 30 one sixteenth ounce tika flashes that i'd be willing to part with because i i don't want to put the other hooks on them and i have 14 that i think will work just fine so i'm I'm a tika flash dealer now yes so i i will sell the other ones or maybe just send them (laughs) to somebody i I, i'm not doing it man i got i got halfway through and i was like no don't care how good this thing catches fish i'm not That's swapping funny. these <laughs> and then you told well, us we so, film so our new was pretty boring so pink let's go to you what have you been up to current events wise what's going on i i for new year's i went to wisconsin nice. and uh we had like a family christmas thing going on over there for like new year's weekend but sure. i was uh i was up by Stevens Point area, so I tried to rally the troops for New Year's. Uh, for old time's and, sake, yeah, yeah. Let me and guess, I, Connor I, ignored you. He didn't ignore me. He actually wow. said he was gonna he he was gonna bring his friend. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, yeah, and uh, shockingly, they bailed last minute. Of course, right? Who'd have thought? No way. So I ended up, yeah. So whatever. I went to Stevens Point because I was there anyway. Hung out there for a while. Uh, ended up doing some stuff back by my family's stuff too, and it was good. It was good. Nice. Day drinking was done. Uh, things. It was good. It was a good New Year's all around. And then burned home and uh, went and got sushi till I pretty much wanted to die, and I was pretty satisfied with that. That does sound. That sounds nice. That's a good mix of all things. Yeah, that's yeah. not bad. Yep. Not bad. Yeah. And then, I mean, so after New Year's, I mean, we've had quite quite the development in weather in Minnesota, I would say, since New Year's. So, Will, I'm sure when you were back for Christmas, it was pouring, right? Yeah, and I actually went and fished Lake of the Woods prior to all hell breaking loose on Long yeah. Point. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude, was, just all hell broke loose in Minnesota in general. I was Like, everything there. was yeah. chill. 
people were on red lake of the woods it was like the ice kind of sucks but like there's some places that are okay then it rained three inches and everybody was like it didn't really seem like it did anything and then the next day all hell broke loose yeah yeah i was up there when it started happening on red and then when we left like the next day that's when uh like long point lake of the woods got super shitty too so i was happy that we we got two good days of fishing in but it was yeah i mean like rained the entire time so that wasn't super fun yeah well and since now we've finally started developing some ice um we've been able to where are we in the chronicles right now Okay. Yeah, we got we got more videos for ice right now. <laughs> yeah, we're still at the part where ice sucks, and it still yeah. kind of does until I guess right now. But uh, today, Griff and I were out for a uh, we're out for a little clam thing, and uh, oh, you guys will like this. So we're um, Clayton Kettering is like practicing for this big event or you know we're bringing out like sales reps or what whatever you know pe- representatives from companies and uh just trying to put them on some fish and have a good time and clayton's been practicing just checking lakes for bites and he's like all right i got this one he's like that by the access is like four and a half but if you make it about 50 to 75 feet there's six to seven and we can drive machines so me and clayton get there in the morning and we're both like well, I'm taking my snowmobile. So we both take our snowmobiles out. All good. Make it all the way out. Get everybody out there. Look down at live. Pink, we are talking schools. Like, you know, like the crappie schools we see? Mm-hmm. Large mouth. Shut up. And they bit. Really? <laughs> it was pretty so wait, wild. You, so you just actually. shot the machines over the four inches to get out to where it was yeah thicker. we kind of just like hit it and we're like ah. <laughs> and then oh we get and then this is where this this is where it gets better right so we get out there do our thing hop around all day when all the people start showing up and we're taking them out um we like get within a hundred feet of shore and we're like i'm not driving back there till later like i plan on going back over that one more time today and when it's when i'm getting off so you need to walk down to me so everybody walked down to us. We go out, find the largemouth, catch a bunch of them. Um, we keep chasing around crappies and bluegills, eventually run into some, catch some good fish. So end of the day comes. <clears throat> We're shuttling everybody off, doing the whole deal. Ice is still great, doing great. And uh, the whole time, like, we're looking at each other. And I had I had the ATV with, too, the 1,000cc Polaris. And um, I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> We're not taking that thing across that area and coming further out, you know? So Griff, or we get all our stuff back. We're all back at the trucks. We've driven over the bad area and everything. But this lake we're fishing is right by a very popular road, you know? And we're getting off around when people are getting off work. So you just know Mm -hmm. all day people have been driving by and being like, oh my God, there's 25 people on the lake. I can just go take my machines out and like, go fish oh my know? god uh-huh uh-huh so we're getting off and all of a sudden me and clayton are sitting there chatting and a fucking cab side by side with a v plow on the front 
just comes ripping around the corner, drives right down to go on, and Clayton just looks at me, and he's just like, I'm not going to look, not going to look, not going to look. And he like goes down Like you knew right. it was going to be. We were like, this guy's going through. Like, there's, yeah. like, we measured the ice, and it was four and a half inches. Like, and he's mm-hmm. got a V-plow on the front of a cab side by side. There's no way this is going to go good. But he mm-hmm. goes down, drives 25 feet onto the ice, then decides, you know what? I should probably check the ice thickness. Gets out on what is the thinnest ice, drills a hole, realizes it is the thinnest ice, proceeds to drive forward another 25 feet, check the ice. Now it's starting to get a little bit thicker. Buddy's confused. Gets back in, punches it. <laughs> Didn't end up going you know through. They, it would have you know been way say, cooler panic, if he went you went through, just go out but further. it was... But it was still like, like, you know, when you're out on a lake all day and you're like, yeah, dude, glad we didn't take that other machine. And then a dude comes with something that weighs like as a little more than a small car. And it's just like, yeah, I'm going to go. And he goes and I'm like, man, that's crazy. (laughs) I just I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe he made it over that. I thought for sure I was going to watch a side by side go in. I'm sure somebody will now that that's somebody will probably. Well, dude, and that's the other thing, like where we were, we're on a really big lake and where we were fishing has been frozen for like a month, like on and off, you know, slowly building the rest of the lake's been wide open and it snowed and it froze two days ago. The rest of the lake did. And then it snowed five inches out there last night. So you Mm, look across that lake sheets and all it looks like one sheet. And somebody's going to go just, they're just going to go. And they're going to go right through two inches. Dude, I don't even like when we're walking and doing that. (laughs) Like that, like like when you can't see it. Yeah. Like where you're chiseling. Oh, yeah. So, Bill, we go out on a lake this weekend and we're like, yeah, we've heard there's five inches. It's good. We just all nonchalantly just walk out, do our whole thing, drill a hole, drop the live down. There's five inches. Oh, 40 feet that way. So I go walk over to drill a hole there. I click to drill and it makes about half a turn and goes through. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Kind of like, back and, I, away and I'm from like it. kneeling down at the hole because like I was next we were gonna to like me. drop on some. Like fish. Right next yeah. Though, yeah. And I was like, I'm I'm just I'm just going to not move right now. <laughs> and I like slowly backed away. And I was like, Pink, how much is there? And he like feels it. He's like, I don't know, two ish. Not a lot. <laughs> not, not much. Meanwhile, there's then, like 50, 50 people out there just walking around recklessly. And Pink just grabs a spud bar. And yeah, I was you trying can to be like smart. Bed. Like, oh, we'll just, you know, we'll go to where we're trying to get to, where there's other people obviously fishing. And we'll just work our way that way. And I'm just going to like spud as we go. Well, we'd been walking around already for like whatever, half an hour. And it was like it seemed fine. You know, you're walking, you drill a hole and it's like, you know, four inches or something. It's not cracking. Nothing's happening. Yeah. No, but we start walking. And, and now that I have the spot out, I'm like, well, I might as well use it. So we're at least trying to be smart about this. And we're going and it's like, you know, I'm throwing it pretty hard and it's like, it's stick, you know, good, good, good. And then just one spot right through one hit, like zero resistance. I was like, fuck. So then I'm like, okay, let's go that way. So we go over there and then I'm like, I'm hitting it. And it's like, it sounds different too. And I'm like, let's just try to like go through. And it was like two whacks and it was all the way through. 
and I'm like hooking it on the ice. And there's like a little measuring tape on the spud that we had with us. And like, I hooked it and I'm like looking at it and I'm like, dude, it says like two and a half like inches. And and of course, Waldron's like, oh, dude, it reads like half an inch off. Oh, yeah. Or like which way? And I think it, and then I was like, well, which, like high or low? Because <laughs> I was like, we're, this ain't it, dude. Yeah, and then we way, just stopped. Fine, yeah. But then it was like, you'd, you'd be like constantly on five and then like into like thinner. So we just stopped spotting because we're like, I, like if you, pink you pink looked at us or... and said the best line of all time and he goes this was a lot more fun when i didn't have the spud bar yeah exactly <laughs> like when we were just boxing and assumed everything was bliss. fine yeah Ig- ignorance yeah. is bliss just you know well and then we is, then yeah. we ended up figuring out there was like some white snow patches basically where it must have snowed like right when the lake froze like at the same time basically yeah. so if it was one of those two and a half yeah. Max. Everything else was four to five. Like it was pretty good. But yeah. See, but normally this like time period only lasts like a week or so. So you're kind of like, oh, this sucks. And then it gets cold. And you're like, it's fine though. Cause like now there's six to eight inches everywhere. But like right. it's, it's been, been this six like, fucking weeks of this. I know. Yeah. I'm like, it's like we're on early ice like for a month plus. And every time you go out, your butthole is absolutely puckered. And you're just like, God damn. I hate yeah, everything when about can this. Be, when can this be over? Yeah. yeah. In I have one more exciting thing that I'll share in non uh non winter related news. Well, kind of, I guess, but I just bought a new boat, so we're very excited about that. Shut yeah. up. What'd Yay. you get? Just a, another drift boat. I sold my old drift boat this fall and then uh I'll pick this one up in the spring, but yeah, excited about it for sure. Hell yeah. So new drifter That's coming it. to Montana. Um, is it is how much? Is it out like, of curiosity, I'm I'm very just negligent to this fact. How much do those cost? Like, what are what's that market like? The drift boat market, like. Well, if you bought like a, I, it depends on the manufacturer, but the range for a brand new drift boat, I would say, is between fifth fourteen to eighteen on the high end for the drift boats we use. Um, you can get hundred or thousand, uh, thousand, 14,000 okay. to 18. Really? It, yeah. I would not have expected that much for like, cause you guys don't like, you don't have, it's not motorized. No, like you're there's, rowing. There's no motor. I think it's kind of crazy what they charge. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, I would have guessed. But they're like, like technically t- designed, you know, that's why they're it's sweet. Like, like the one I got. You know? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's an adipose, uh, makes them and they're based out of Helena. So it's really the perfect drift boat for the river that I guide on. So, I mean, like it, the attention to detail and craftsmanship and all that is is top of the line. I do think it, it's kind of crazy to spend that kind of money on a boat that doesn't have a motor. But um, I just think of like the kayak market now and like you can get a really souped up kayak with like a graph on it for 10, you know, right. 10 grand. And that's yeah. like a what, 10, 12 foot, maybe even longer kayak. Yeah, and I got you know the drift boat's a lot more material, but it's like sure, yeah. I mean, you, you know what I mean. That has a pedal drive installed in it. You're using an oar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Two two oars. Yeah, but uh, yeah, excited about that. And so yeah, actively uh, actively booking for 2024 in Montana. If anybody wants to come trout fishing with me, starting to get a little bit. June and July are starting to fill, but plenty of availability. So. Yeah. Have you guys had as mild of a winter as we have? I swear I've been talking to guys out there and there's like hella ice out that way and it's been cold. 
No, it's been super, it's been super mild um, in Montana up until this, this week. Um, it's going to get cold there like you guys, I think, but, and there's snow now, but yeah, when I left, uh, left for Christmas, um, there was, it did snow a little bit, but there was no snow on the ground when I left. So yeah, I'm hoping we, the thing is here, well, Montana specifically is we really, you need a good snowpack, you know, for a lot of reasons, um, may, you know, uh, water for the rivers and, you know, to help with fires in the summer. So you know, I'm hoping they get a lot more, lot more snow. I'm not there right now, so I don't care. But hopefully, we get tons. Dude, and tons we of just snow. got our first snowpack like today, right? Yesterday, it's... like I just went outside and I was like, "Hey, now it's winter." Yeah, but yeah, super important. I mean, not just Montana, any, any, you know, Western state snowpack is important, but um, it'll come. You know, whatever. So, but yeah, looking forward to 2024 uh, Missouri River trout season for sure with my new new vessel so excited when do you actually nice. when do you actually get it uh i'll pick it up in april sick yeah yeah I'll pick it up and pick it up in april so yeah but uh that's that's probably the most exciting thing for me that's been I'm, i've been working out here you know fishing but to be honest with you the fishing hasn't been very good so been kind of a grinder but oh well hmm. you still got a lot of clients and stuff yeah, staying staying pretty busy out here, you know. Um, it is gonna get super cold this weekend, like lows in the negatives. So all those trips got uh um either canceled or rebooked. It's just that's just too cold to be fishing outside in a boat, you know. Well, dude, that's like even we're finally like, oh my god, we're gonna get a film in the metro and like I haven't even texted the guys yet, but it's like, what the hell's our plan? It's gonna be a high of negative six and negative yeah. five, and like we i should say we have filmed in that like several times and it's this time of year but it's like you can drive a truck so like you get out go fish for like 10 yeah. 15 minutes you're like oh my god i'm cold and you hop into your truck and warm up for 20 minutes like once again we're back to we're on like five to seven inches of ice if it freezes really good by then yeah. so there's like we're gonna set up a house like what yeah. are you know we're what gonna are we gonna have do? to do yeah. Yeah. That's just cold. And especially fishing like what we're, you know, from a, well, you guys know, I mean, anytime it's super cold and you're fishing out of a boat, things break, motors break down. Um, it's just Dude, not, open water. Once it gets below freezing, it's just everything gets so difficult. Yeah. And things, yeah, everything breaks and rods explode. And yeah, it's just no good. So once we get past a little cold snap this weekend, it is going to start to slowly warm up, but yeah, what can you do, right? It's what it is, brother. Yeah. Is what, what it is. is. Yeah, but well, let's, all right. let's do our draft. We got. Let's do our draft. Yeah, let's do, yeah, so do we got it away. And pink, you want to explain this whole deal to the people? Yeah, so we're gonna go into a, a, a the newest edition of the weigh-in. So uh, we're gonna go through this snake draft style. We're gonna all select four uh, items <laughs> i guess of the theme to uh build out Perfect. our roster for this week we're doing uh we're doing the the uh most failed new year's resolutions so you're gonna have to pick the four most failed new year's resolutions to build out your team here and uh we'll post this on on social media and we'll have people vote on it 
and uh, the fans have been pretty good about this. People are getting involved and very emotional in the voting aspect of this. So Pink, we're going to keep just, that rolling. I, uh, yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Just to clarify, it's not like a trivia thing, right? There's no right or wrong answer in this. I mean, it's what you, there is you, not a, you think. That Yeah, it's what you think. But I mean, I mean, you, you kind of need to pander a bit here to get, uh, you know, votes. Yeah, plead your, if, plead you your case a little. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, and I don't know, Bart, how do you want to pick who goes first? Because I, I don't even know who won the last one or where that's at. But um, we only have three people, so this shouldn't be that hard. Yeah, no, and Will, I, I don't think Will was in the last one, and I might have not been either. So that just throws it completely off. I was going to look at the pe- who won last time, and I don't think it matters. No, I think we just need clean slate. We just need to, we just need to run this. We'll start, yeah. Um, well, how do we want to pick? We oh, could boy. let Bill. Bill hasn't been here in a while. He could be one of one pick. Okay. I'll t- well, how about you? Just you. You want one of one, or do you want to select your position? Yeah, we'll um, we'll let that happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All I'll right. I'll do um. I'll do three. I'll do. I want the wraparound. All right. All right. That works. I'll do. Bart, I'll do. do you want? I'll, I'll do two. two. So Ryan gets okay. one of one. I'll, I I guess so. I guess so. One on one. Well, let's lead this thing right off. Worst, or what is it? Most failed New Year's resolutions. I'm, I'm. T- <laughs> if you're gonna We're give doing, me one on one, wait. Taking- are we doing the worst, like the worst New Year's resolutions, or the most often failed? The most, uh, the most failed, most often failed. Well, I guess it's kind of the same thing, right? I don't think it's necessarily the same thing. It's well, it's the most, why- most often failed. Most often failed. Okay. Most failed New Year's resolutions. Can we can we do the worst? No. No. Okay. No. I mean, that could still technically be part of it, but yeah, most often failed. That's very different. I think that this one might be fairly hard, but it also I think it's not okay. Okay. I think it, I agree with you, Adam, but we can we can we can do it. Pink is the game master here. So we this isn't a debate. This is what it is. <laughs> you heard him. This is what it is. It's time to nut this up and shut is. up. We're we're here. This is the way in, folks. All right. <laughs> okay. So all right. Most... Well, I'm take. I'm fatal. Yes. Okay. Go ahead, Ryan. So I'm ta- I'm taking I'm taking going going to the gym. Yeah. Obviously. Okay. I that's figured a, that was going to be that's one. That's the one. that's the for sure one of one. Obviously, you're right keeping out. notes on these, right? Yeah. Yep. I got it right here. All right. Cool. Um, I'll go number two for the most often failed resolution and I will go, I'm going to go, it kind of goes along with it, but I'm going to go weight loss. Okay. All right. Not that's, yeah, yep. that's, that's not the same thing. That's, that's different. Yeah. Like, like a weight loss goal or something like that. Yeah. yeah like just you want to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to lose 20 right. pounds this year. Yeah. All right, yeah. I'll put weight loss goal. Yeah, like that. that's a good one. I'm gonna go. Right, well, I'm gonna just. I'm gonna stay in this sort of realm, this sort of theme, and I'm gonna say eating healthier. Oh, there it is. That's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, because you say you're gonna do it, and you won't. You will for a couple weeks, and then and you'll feel you... really good about yourself, and, you... and then you go on one weekend bender with your friends, and then you're right back. Yep. Before you know it, you're and you're like, oh holding. yeah, binge eating. I remember this. You're like, <laughs> yeah. oh. Jalapeno poppers at the gas station. These are so good. Pizza sticks, my favorite. 
Yeah. And, and yep. it's like, I ate healthy yesterday. So. Right. Yeah. I, the pro I, the problem for me is like pink <laughs> nose. Whenever we go out to eat for stuff, like I can't not order an appetizer. And there ain't one appetizer that's somewhat good for you. No, they're all bad. No, for you. That's why they're so bad. good. Yeah. 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 All right, Pinky. All right, you, you got the wrap around here. You get the wrap around. All right. Um. Okay. I think we got the three probably most obvious ones off the board, right? Sure. I would yeah. say. I'm going to say for my second pick, I'm going to say learn a new hobby. Ooh, that's okay. that is a good one. I didn't think of that. That's a yep. good one. And here, I'll just say one thing about that. It, I think as you get older, and, and I think most people would agree, it's really challenging to pick up a new hobby. Like, let's say I wanted to, I wanted to learn how to knit. I wanted to pick up knitting. Mm. That takes a lot of time. Think about how much time you guys have invested in your hobbies, years, decades to get good at it. I just don't, I, I think picking up a new hobby, I, I think it's kind of out. I don't think it's, it's really. It's kind of like Bill forever. Like I went skiing a couple of times in high school and I was like, that was really fun. And ever since I've graduated, I've been like, man, I should go skiing. Guess who hasn't been skiing? Right. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> Barty boy. <laughs> Yeah. But but the best thing but is guess you probably what? bought all still, kinds of skis and shit. <laughs> and still in my head, I'm like, God, I would really love to go skiing. Right. It's just yeah, yeah. You reach the point where it's like it, it's just oh, you can't. It's it's too tough to to try something new and invest all that money. So yeah, I'm gonna say yeah, uh, learning a new hobby. Learning a new hobby. Okay. Got it. All right. All right. Um, yeah. This one. Um, I'm just trying to figure out how I want to phrase this. Cause the only note I have is alcohol and I'm just going to say like, whether it's like drink less or like, there's a lot of people who right away at like January, they go like dry January mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily a whole year thing, but it's like drink less. And I feel like you do that and you maybe do it for like three weeks. And then it's once again, blowout. <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolute bla okay so drinking less That's yeah drinking less alcohol yeah drinking less booze got it all right all right to me i'm going um i'm gonna do saving more money that's, that's a, good a good one yeah I, th I think people yeah that that one people people suck at that i'm going with that's that. i'm yeah. very bad at it that's a that's a so that's a solid one for sure. All right, saving more money. All right, and then I'm back to back here. Um, well, normally I that comes because it's right after the holiday season, and you just spent a shitload of money on gifts for people and stuff, and like all these, you went out to see people, you went to the bars, you spent an egregious amount of money, and you get back, and you're like, man, I'm gonna be better about this. And once again, you you aren't. No, <laughs> you you aren't shocking. Yeah. That you know, uh, one one day didn't change shit. Um, okay. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna go read more books. That's a good one. People oh. have good intentions with that one, but ain't no way. If you ain't reading books now, you ain't starting tomorrow, yeah. dude. <laughs> oh god. I yeah, so Pink. Not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask if this is considered the same i had it written different because you have read more mm -hmm. books which i feel is generic i had read 
I had read every night. Generically reading you more books. Adam Vito, you <laughs> can't do that. Okay. I, I was just asking because like they, people will be like, I'm gonna read every night before bed. And they're not saying what they're <laughs> That's reading. Literally but... the same thing. What what are they reading? Are they paying? They may be reading the, a magazine. Through the hustler, the new oh the, my god, yeah, the hustler. Yeah. Okay, fine. I got I'll th- I'll think of a, a different gets, one, but I do he gets he gets Playboy for the articles, dude. It's fine. Yeah, well, yeah, the articles are that's really what my dad good. always said. Yeah, well, it's like going well, to no, for the I'm wins. not. Mark never said that. I'm not. Mom, if you're listening, he never said that. <laughs> All right, we'll call um, that. Where's that? So, uh, okay, that was, yeah. m- most often failed resolutions. So, I don't know if this one's extremely popular, but I definitely think it's failed on a lot by the people who do it. But the people who say, I'm going to pay it forward more. Pay it right. for like they're so, gonna. Yeah, that's, yeah like yeah. like say you go to a Starbucks drive-through or something, and you're like, I'm gonna buy the person behind me. Yeah. You I've know never, what I mean? I've never done that in my entire life. <laughs> I haven't either. But, but nobody's ever done to, it for me either. So welcome. I don't go to. I don't get. I like shitty gas station coffee, so I don't go to Starbucks. No, nobody's <laughs> that quick trip paying for my donut. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> true that, dude. Where's my Where's my glazer? All right, that was a good one. Uh, oh, Will, it's to you. So you got back to back to to finish yours off here. Okay, so just to recap, I have uh, eat healthier and learning a new hobby. Okay, my third is going to be making your bed every day. Ooh. Oh, that is a really good one. Nobody is gonna if you don't do that. Like you said, kind of the reading thing. If you're not already doing it, it just it's not in the cards for you. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> just yeah, you're right making your bed yeah it's <laughs> will you uh are you a bed maker uh no i'm not and i've tried and it does it, i can't it just doesn't work it, it doesn't work for me at all yeah everybody sees that thing on instagram that marine guy talking shit about changing your life making your bed and everyone does it once and they're like yeah this ain't it oh the guy who's giving the <laughs> uh commencement speech he's yeah like yeah the navy, the navy guy yeah, yeah that video probably has like 50 million views. Yeah, I just uh I yeah, I'm not a I'm not a bed bed maker. Okay, I've got my fourth. Right. Um and I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out the best way to word this, but I'm just going to say say spend less time on your phone. Wow, that, that is a really good one too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, like, you're oh, doing a very clean draft. That was a very clean is, draft. This is probably my best. That one might be ever. your best one ever. You, yeah. That's very good. He's going to be very competitive. Yeah. Same thing as everything else. Like I've I've also tried doing this. Like oh, I'm gonna. I've like um, set time amounts on social media. It's just like it doesn't work. You just like bypass it. You know, like. I don't know. It's it's really challenging. I'm so. I mean, I'm a, addicted to my phone. So I like <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. There's so no uh, so no, here no, here here is my my last one uh, to bring it home. This is for a group of people I know out there is like me, who sets probably ten to fifteen alarms to get up in the morning. And you say I'm gonna get up on the first alarm. That's a Ooh. great. That's a great that's pick, Adam. Very that solid. Is, you that's and the reality is, you're you might do it once, and you're like, "Holy fuck! Look at how productive I was today. I did it," and it never happens again for like a blood later. shot that's and okay. shit. Like you know, yeah. 
That was a, oh that was a great, great pick, Adam. Great pick. That's ah. that was a good one. Oh man, this is tough. I got two really I, what I think are solid. Um, to end this, what am I taking? What am I taking? All right, I, I'm taking this one because I, I've heard this so much. I'm. No one will ever do this. So if this is your New Year's resolution, you have zero chance. Start journaling. People that are going to start journaling. You will not do this. There's no goddamn way. Dude, that is such a good one. That is phenomenal. Oh, that is like so, so true. There's no way. That's that's harder than reading, dude. You actually have to write. Yeah, there's more but you activity. bought like five extra notebooks because you're like for sure gonna yeah, need these i'm in yeah i've i've done that too i said i'm gonna log every single day i fish and 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 what the water temp is and what the river yeah. flow is and how many clients i had and what we caught and uh, no i can't it, you maybe that's your one day probably yeah maybe this year's the year i don't who this knows yeah for, for yeah, sure dude. this you is it for bill that. You can Captain Bill's going to keep his logbook nice and tidy this year. <laughs> All right, boys. I'll, I'm going to burn through these. So I got uh, – I think that was so- – does anybody have any honorable mentions before I go through these? Well, we could do them after you read through it, right. but I do right. I do have one. Okay. Well, here, I'll, I'll go through them first. So uh, my, my roster here is uh, going to the gym, saving more money, reading more books and starting journaling that that is a very good team strong i think everyone did good here bart's got weight loss goals uh drinking less booze pay it paying it forward more and waking up first alarm and captain bill with a pretty strong pretty strong team here uh eating healthier learning a new hobby making your bed every day and spending less time on your phone very Those good. are free. God damn. I think we all did pretty good there. All, Strong all across the board. Boys. Strong work. There's Very a lot good. of failure in those teams there. Yeah. yeah. I do. I, so I have one. Um, yeah. I almost said it until the alarm, and I was like, no, I have to say the alarm because it just means so much to me. But uh, mm-hmm. this one also has to do with me, and Pink was at my house this weekend, so he saw this. But uh, one that <laughs> I try to do every year is buy less fishing tackle. Or like use this stuff I have before yeah. buying more. Yep. You won't. And it, it doesn't happen, but no. Yeah, that's a good one too, Adam. But your pick, I'm glad you didn't pick that as your final because that's too I mean, that's fairly narrow. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I agree. that's a good one. I, I did I had a couple. I had I had taking the stairs more. <laughs> that <laughs> If you're already an avid escalator user, you're not gonna. Use you're not, this dude. You're not. Let's be and real. like, let's be real here. What's that gonna do for you? Nothing. You know what well, I mean? Not, you're like, how many stairs? How many stairs do you encounter that are not in your house? Like it, you know, that often? The, where you know what I mean? That it's gonna make that significant hey, of an thing, impact you, on your life? You know who it would do something for? That that megalodon that was complaining about not having a fucking full rope, yeah, for herself. That that offensive tackle, if she took the stairs a few times, <laughs> she I, like I said, if she, she might went be on a, a tight walk, end. 
Maybe it should be like there. It should be like if you step on the escalator and you're over a certain weight, it just stops moving, and you just have to fucking. I think it should eject you. It's like, oh no, you. Sorry. It should shoot you into the air and and throw you off of it like a. It starts going like back down. Just say the escalator in general has like a a weight max mode, so like people are hopping on it. You can constantly see you're like, oh, we're like five pounds off. Someone gets off, and there's just and one everyone's like, oh god. So it's like yeah, that's, instant that's, ridicule that's, too. That's public health. That should be then, public policy. That's you, a you know this this little blonde sorority chick's like, yes, I can get on there for less than a hundred pounds, and this yeah. one person standing down there for ten hours because they're like, fuck, it never gets down to under four. 400 i can't do it (laughs) we could very easily make america a healthier place let us put some policy into place it would be good that's the past of our promise right there then you know all the flights and everything ever booked the the night hours are gonna be you don't you don't want those flights for those escalators and stuff in the airport that's all i can think of that's, you don't want that flight. This is true, but there there will be, yeah, you know, it might be a little squeezed on the planes because we're not giving anybody an extra seat. Yeah, middle middle of the day will be prime time flights. You're not oh, gonna yeah. want the no, yeah, no. you're not gonna want the middle seat when you get stuck next to Pat and Kevin Williams. So <laughs> of the female variety. All right, boys. Well, I have to split, but that was that was fun. I I enjoyed that draft. That, that was, was good. good. That was good. We'll put it out there. We'll see what the people think. But somebody's going to be a winner on this deal. I'm curious. I'm curious to see who wins. I think we all put together a really strong board. So, Well done. Well done. Well done. Good right, work, boys. Bill. Back good at it again tomorrow. Wish me luck. The wind is going to blow a million miles an hour. Can't wait. Catch the ass. Okay. Bye now. <laughs> all right. That was a solid weigh-in. Um so let's let's get into uh, a little bit of what in the world's going on here. So do you, so yeah, you, you got think I was just so not to interject. Yeah, and I could save interject. this for later, but this potentially could be good because I brought up my notes section that I keep for uh, for the oh, pod. God. Here we go. And I just saw a couple notes in my phone, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Where the fuck are these from?" And they're definitely from in November when I was taking some flights. So I have some notes in my phone that I think you would find interesting that would be actually decent for this yeah let's do it let's uh let, let's go because so, we were just talking about airports a little bit yeah, so that and this like is this a, actually pertains this is a segment we haven't done in a little while anyway so yeah and i was proud of myself for keeping these now that i'm yeah. reading yeah. them i'm like this is good like these, these are right. good fire okay. when ready okay so the first one and I, I know you'll feel me on this all right something about cranberry juice or a ginger ale on a fl- flight just slaps okay and it can't just be me because like that's the only time i ever get those two beverage options are on a plane i they're like i will know what i mean i've never even heard someone order a a ginger ale that wasn't on a plane yes but never even heard you and like there's people listening to this right now being like bart you're nuts next time you're on a plane get a ginger ale when they ask you for your order and I don't know what it is, but that on a flight is just mm. those airplane gingies just hit different, dude. Yeah. Same with cranberry juice. I mean, I like cranberry I, juice in general. I don't drink yeah. it that much outside of it, but it's really good on a plane. For a long time, dude, on flights, I was always like I, I used to fly like crazy amount, like when I was younger too. Always I was hitting those cran apples, dude. 
nonstop. Dude, that was Cran like, Apple, like, I don't know if it was Ocean Spray or whatever the brand was, but that juice when I was a kid, that was like the shit. I didn't drink that much orange juice or apple regular or anything. Cran yeah. Apple. Yeah, Cran Apple, dude. It's different. Yeah. All right. And, th- and then th- this this <laughs> also goes along with the whole flight thing. Um, you know, little little bit more um just being a little bit more open. But mm-hmm. uh dude, when you get off a flight, yep, and you just you know let one loose right when you get into the tarmac area, just let her rip. Gotta yeah. be gotta be top five ten experiences. Yeah. Well, just because you're sitting in that cabin for like four hours and you're like, God damn, man. Like, and, you're just and then like, you just oh. cropped us the whole goddamn terminal or what? Dude, everybody does. You walk out of a plane and you'd like, I don't first, think everybody does. That first 40, you, 40 foot, 50 yards, 40, 40 foot to 100 foot stretch, you are susceptible to like walking through some pretty bad crop dusting. I can't say that I'm like I'm like an avid like post flight crop duster, but like I guess I can neither see am it. I. But at this point in dude, time, when I like kept it, this when I kept this note, I must have gotten off the flight and been like just bubbling, <laughs> and I got out and was just like, oh my god, I feel so much better. And I was like, yeah, I'll chuck it in the note section. Oh my god, dude! But I thought I thought that was one too. Two two things that very much have to do with flights. But I was I. Yeah, good good notes on the phone. I thought nothing. No, to that's do with solid. Dude, that outdoors. is solid. That is. Solid. <laughs> I do. I have one. I have one note on my phone that I put some stars by, and this was like probably two months ago. So yeah, we I, haven't done this in a while, so that's why they're fun to look back on sometimes. Because you're think, like, what was I thinking? <laughs> this was the only one, and I I actually remember this happening. But I was uh, this was when I was at a a gas station downtown. I was like going to my sister's house or something it's like in st paul and i stop and like you know all those gas stations down there there's a lot of diversity happening in that area um and like these gas stations are kind of those like like little shitty downtown ones where they got like bars on all the windows and stuff yeah i think i went in there to get a bag of ice and these people were having an argument in there and uh i guess i don't even know what nationality this guy was but he was like not a fluent english speaker and they, he was getting into it with the guy there. And there, I have a, put quotes around this because this is what he said. So I'm going to, I'll tell you what he said. And then it took me a while. I was able to figure out what this was about after about two minutes of being in this gas station. So yeah. they were arguing about something in various languages. I don't know, different tongues. And this, uh, the guy kept saying that it was one stallion for each. One stallion for each is what he wow. kept saying. That would throw you off big time. And, and he's like yelling. Down. You know what I mean? Just one stallion for each. But it was like, like he it was like, like broken English, right? He kept yelling. It's like one stallion for each kind of thing, right? <laughs> yeah. So eventually somebody moderated this dispute. They were talking about the, the guy was getting directions from the guy that was working there. And they were like probably both speaking not the same language or something. Somebody else came in there that sorted out the whole thing. And he kept he kept telling the guy that it was like the same distance, no matter which way you went. So he kept he he thought he was like, you know, the phrase like, oh, it's a horse apiece. Like you go this way, you go that way. Oh, <laughs> that one stallion each. Yeah, 
I was like, yeah. what the fuck? I'd never heard that in my life. Not that I like hear people use that phrase a lot anyway, I'm but start I've never using that now. <laughs> I lock it in, dude. Yeah. For sure. It's a horse apiece. It's one stallion each. <laughs> <laughs> one stallion each, eh? One stallion each, you know? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. The looks you get, you'd be like, yeah, one stallion. Be like, what? <laughs> anyway, that yeah, that was the one. I, I had stars by that one, so you're welcome. No, yeah, no, that's good. That's good. The best <laughs> part about the notes in your phone segment is, generally speaking, it's nothing very great. But when you bring oh, it no. up and it's thought it was, though. yeah, but it's something like, oh. fairly dumb that you're just like, this will this will play. And then and then you're trying to, like, conjure up the memory of it two months after the fact. Yeah. You're like, what? <laughs> on earth? Yeah. that Like I said, I saw these notes and I was like, what are these from? <laughs> yeah. Well, you can delete them now. Yep. Nope. They're gone. We got new notes on our phone to worry about. <laughs> got to got to start building up again. Oh, my God. Okay, so what in the world's going on? Yeah, you got one? You got one locked and loaded here? Yeah, well, it's kind of two, but it, it just has become resolved, I guess. But uh, in the okay. ice fishing world, I thought, it, I thought it was very interesting how on red, they put uh, the Beltrami County, put a vehicle restriction on it. And then, okay. so you saw this, right? Uh, I think, I think we were talking about it. Yeah. So basically when all the ice was shifting and everything and they're rescuing people and all the stuff was going on, um, they were allowing like four wheelers and side by sides or whatever out. And the ice was shifting so much that Beltrami County put out like, uh, I don't know, an ordinance or I don't know technically what it was, but you could not, the resorts were not allowed to let out machines. Um, so people, then the resorts had to go to, uh, shuttling people, which I think is crazy. Like, dude, could you imagine pink, like going out of Westwind or JR's or Rogers or whatever the, we are talking hundreds, if not thousands of people going up there. Yeah. How many wheelers and machines are they running at their resort to shuttle them out? But like the resorts got, I don't know. They got allowed to still run them. It was, it was kind of an interesting deal, but still, I just thought of if you even say you have 10 wheelers that you're shuttling yeah. people out with, you can't be shut. Like, do you think you're, that's you're not is doing that what more they were than using? 15 groups and you're not doing more than 20, 30 houses in an hour because they're driving them right. out to 13, 14 feet. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And so we're the I guess I didn't I didn't have the details on that. Is that what they were running four wheelers with like a couple people at a time taking them out to like Yeah, like locations? the resorts had to run them. So I don't know necessarily how that went down or whatever, mm -hmm. but the resorts had to shuttle people. So like people mm -hmm. would show up with their house, they'd hook it up, drive them out to however deep and be like this is a hot area, here you go. And then turn around and go get more people. But like like we were out on red. Like dude, yeah. Even just to get out to that depth like that's a 15 minute ride one way. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't so you know. You go man. one way, drop them off, turn around to go get the next one. You know what I mean? Like you're just thinking that numbers wise, like, yeah. Unless, yeah. Yeah. And they're, and they have to use a machine if they're towing out like a, per, like a permie, right? That's they're taking out there. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, and I they guess couldn't I, take permies out. So like it was all just fish traps and shit. 
for I don't believe they were allowing permies. Yeah, because I mean, I saw like some photos and stuff. Like I know, like some people use those airboats up there and that kind of thing, and that's cool. But I doubt the resorts have those to like get people. Well, the airboats weren't. I don't believe they were allowed out either. There was no. Oh, they motorized were. That was part vehicles. of the restriction. Hmm. Yeah, no motorized vehicles. This is that like one of the first times they ever restricted it like that. From what I that, know, that you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know other than that. But what I do know is I think it just opened up either today or yesterday. So now yeah. they're allowing, I did see that. Um, I mean, it's good for the ice industry too, because not having that early ice red push is like, I mean, crazy in terms of the ice fishing industry. So yeah. now they're, now they're allowing out, uh, four wheelers and maybe side by sides. I thought I saw with single axle houses, but I mean, we both know with this cold front coming, like dude, by next Monday, there's going to be fucking trucks out there i know like, but between now and then is still like gonna be stu- you know like people do stupid shit like all the time yes yeah but it's i mean it's gonna be negative 20 up there for like three days yeah that, yeah they're gonna make like seven inches of ice no that's the thing like literally this weekend is gonna save like the whole ice season basically yes literally um, yeah yeah because no, we've been I, sitting here going man if we could just get five days of negative that would be really nice well we're getting it yeah, but then, then it looked like it was going to snow a lot. And I was like, no, this is like worst case scenario. Like, yeah, it looks like it's like, finally going to get cold. And then we get like two feet or something stupid. I'm like, oh. oh, dude, we're just getting little dustings, which I hope that's what it stays being. Like if we get like four inches of snow on top of the ice and this cold, it'll be perfect. The bite's going to be great the rest of the year mm-hmm. or for at least the foreseeable future, because there's no major storms. Yeah. And the fish will the chill forecast. out like you can drill on them sometimes and like. Yeah, and just like it'll, they haven't been bothered for a while. So, yeah. And there won't be trucks ripping everywhere and everything. Cause I mean, dude, unless you're, unless you're north of Brainerd, man, I don't, I don't know if Permies are going to get out on a lot of places. Like, I don't know if Permies are going to get out on Malax until February, maybe. I, yeah, I don't know. And who knows? I, I mean, we might, this winter might end up being a lot different than you think to like, who knows how long it'll drag on or whatever. Yeah. Too. Oh, for but, sure. But either way, I mean, one way or another, the walleye is close the end of February yeah, and yeah, every week not. it goes by. You're like, man. So hopefully people just go get fish traps and buy a wheeler or something and are like, well, I'm going to go fish. Yeah. Yeah. It does make you wonder like the people that are just all in on like the ice castles and stuff and like don't really have like a mobile setup, you know? Yeah. Cause like, like the last, chilling. they're just like, well, well, dude, like that COVID hit, right. You know, COVID hit. Yeah, everybody, everybody bought an ice castle. Seems like or, it or permanent, like everybody yeah. bought one. Um, and now post COVID, right? 23, mm-hmm. 24 ice seasons. You haven't been able to use them because what last year was the record breaking snow. Yeah. And then this year is there's literally no ice. So there's yeah, people so they're sitting just, there who bought them that just have them parked in their yard for the last two years. Yeah, and they're just storing all their Christmas shit inside of them, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, that's why I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's a good investment, but why didn't, like, uh, people are like, man, $1,500 for a portable flip-over? Right now, that's looking like a pretty good investment compared to a $40,000 permanent shack that's parked in the front yard. Yeah, that's basically just a shed now. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess yeah, that's what people are into, but 
it sure seems like it would limit where you could go, especially like in a year like this, unless you were like just going to drive to like Canada or something. But yeah, I don't know. Well, the amount of, I would think the amount of people that are going to end up putting their permanents on Red or Lake of the Woods and, you know, Leech, I think is about to start letting them out too. But the amount of people that are going to go up there and just leave them there for the winter, I would imagine is going to be very high, which yeah. will, I I mean, that should help save a lot of the resorts and stuff up north from, from whatever type of year it is. Um, yeah. But locally around here, I mean, like I said, man, like if we see, if we see permanence on Lake Minnetonka mm-hmm. this year in certain areas, I'm going to, I'm going to be really surprised on a lot of places. Yeah. Like really yeah. surprised. Yeah. Unless we get some crazy weather. You know. Yeah. I just, I don't see it, but yeah, that's, that's basically what I had was just the, uh, just the the stuff that's been going on up at Red, and then I mean, obviously Lake of the Woods ice has been shifting a ton too, but uh, that should all seize up now. But yeah, those things are gone. Cold's coming. Hopefully, ice season kind of. We got a new early ice, and it is January 9th. How late can we actually keep saying that it's early ice? I don't know. Like, is uh, it like late early ice or like? Well, we're. I think it'll depend how the fish are acting. <laughs> Like when we get out, we go to our early ice spots and be like, so is this a month type thing or is this an amount of ice type thing? You know, I don't know. I guess I have. I've never should learn a lot. This year. It'll be very yeah. interesting. Could be very frustrating, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like like we finally get ice about the time that it actually sucks really bad normally. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. So the fish is so just because yeah, it's just mid January, yeah. not because there's two and a half feet of ice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll I think, I, I think it'll be good. I think they're going to bite. I do too. Good. I really, the do. weeds, I mean, the weeds are all still super alive from everywhere I've seen. I mean, we were fishing standing weeds in like 18 feet today. Well, yeah. They never like, they never cut the light off to them, you know? No. So and that should mean, I mean, no winter kills this year. Life will be good. There you went and said it. <laughs> yeah. You can blame me. Yeah, I will. Yeah. All right. That was, yeah. No, I get that, dude. Like, I, we'll see how it plays out for sure. Uh, You got, was that, you got another one or no? That's what, it, that, well, it was kind of, the article was like, one, it got shut down and two, it just opened oh, okay. up. So got I was it. like, oh, okay, well, now I have two, but it's just closing the door on that story yeah okay well i have one that kind of relates back to uh something we talked about on here before so uh this would have been it's been a while months at least we talked about that uh the the poaching scandal thing with the bomars that kind of went crazy oh that yeah that was a yeah, that might have been like half a year ago. Yeah, that was a while back. It was, it was a long a time back. ago. Yeah. So, you know, that was still like being sorted out and the whole thing. Well, they are back in the headlines yet again. Oh, no. So and I, I don't know why, like, like the, they are like the most controversial couple, it seems, in like the outdoor uh, world when it comes to just like being in the headlines for like crazy shit happening. So, cause, cause initially they were the ones that like, they were in that thing where Under Armour dropped them cause they speared that bear in Canada. And then after that, they made it like, a, I don't know, like illegal to spear bears in Canada or something. 
And, you know, they put out a video about that and it got, you know, whatever, serious blowback. Then this kind of poaching scandal thing happens where they're kind of caught up in that outfitter that was doing a bunch of shady stuff. Then that seems to have kind of like blown over and people stopped caring. Well, now they, uh, they started posting on social media. So they, they've been going to Africa a lot to hunt. And I don't know if that's strategic or not, but, um, they, they just posted that. So Josh Bomar, the dude, uh, killed with a bow, what is supposedly like a new pending world record crocodile. Okay. And the pictures are absolutely with a bow. Yes. Jesus. And, yeah, it's like 16 feet something inches. I, I don't know what the exact details are on it, but the pictures are unbelievable Yeah, of this thing. And then, and I guess I would have just thought, you know, what, like, that's cool. You know, like, I don't know how many people like hunt crocodiles typically anyway. So I can't imagine there's like, and a, with the bow. Well, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't imagine there's like all these people that are like, oh my God, that's such a, you know, like, like oh, that's a good, like, how would you even know? Like nobody yeah. hunts croc, you know what I mean? Um, but so whatever they, they're claiming it's new, like pending world record or whatever, uh, which I guess would be cool. And I'm sure like Safari club international or something could verify that. But, uh, all of a sudden there's all this blowback that there's a bunch of people in this part of Africa where they did this hunt that are claiming that the, it was not legal, like where they shot this thing or what the deal was. So I don't know, like, this is all like fairly recent information, like the past week or so. So I, I don't have like a ton of details on this, but it's kind of flaring up on the uh, hunting interwebs, if you will. I would imagine uh, that people are talking about this mainly because like the like it just seems like every time these people do something, it ends up like headline news <laughs> yeah. that like they either did something that they weren't supposed to do or people are maybe that it, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it's fine, but people are like accusing them of that especially now that it's like in a, it's like in Africa, like this isn't even, this isn't like they went to Colorado and like, you know, did something stupid. So it's like basically, uh, you know, I guess global news, these people now, I don't know what the deal is, but if you want to check like there, there's a, a lot of like half baked information on this. So I don't know like what's legit, what's not like, I'm not going to say like they actually did something they weren't supposed to or whatever but i think it might be something similar to like that lion thing that went down with that dude remember that dentist guy or whatever that shot that oh yeah 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 i i I think it might be something similar to that where maybe it was legit or maybe not but like people are just butthurt about the whole thing i don't know i don't know but hear anything about it well and and i guess they filmed the whole thing and they haven't released like the the vi- the whole video but they're they've posted like a bunch of small clips from the video on their social media accounts and the in- and so the i think this was in Tanzania and like the government there is like launching this huge investigation um so i can't even imagine what it's like being caught up in something like that you know what i mean like to have yeah. an international government like accusing you or investigating you for something like that like not this isn't like the dnr <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah. i mean um, but yeah, so there, I, and I haven't heard or seen anything where they like addressed that, like that they said, you know, like, oh, here's the deal. Like, they're just kind of like letting it happen right now. So there's, you know, no statement from them saying like, Hey, like this looks bad, but like it was legit or whatever. So there's potential that this could, uh, end up being like another thing kind of against them very soon. So we'll see how it plays out. At what but point is it like? Are they even doing anything anymore? 
Like, do they still have sponsors and stuff? They do, but like they're creating their own companies too. So like they're, they're like working with the brands that they've created, you know, Uh, or like they have, they have like partnerships through, you know, other things, but they, they do like, they own, they own their own companies. They own their own media business. They do a lot of these things. So it's like, I don't think they're reliant on necessarily other people for like funding or like doing things. So I, and I think that's kind of their track record is like, not that, I mean, I don't know, like I, I, I've watched a ton of their stuff. They do some pretty badass stuff and, um, definitely push like the boundaries of, you know, what people are doing in the outdoors. So I think there's like some good and bad there, but by playing that game, like, I think you're always kind of on the line of like, is what you're doing legal or not? And I think that's where they get caught up sometimes, but like they're, I mean, they do as much or more hunting than almost anyone in the industry, you know? So it's crazy to see like them getting like negative, uh, I guess like press over and over and over again, but it doesn't like seem to like stop them from doing what they're doing, you know, whereas like yeah. a lot of people, they would get that, that happens once or twice to them. And they're just like, am I forever? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Vanish. Yeah. So that's, know, that's why I'm curious. It's like, you would imagine they'd be blacklisted, but Yeah. But like I said, you know, they have like they're like over a million subs on like YouTube and shit like that. So it's like they're a huge, you know. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. So anyway, I'll, I'll I'll keep an eye on it. We'll keep we'll keep people posted if anything crazy happens there, because it is cr- like it's sometimes it's like hard to find info. But I think with this one being like a international scale, like there's going to be some press on it. Cause like, yeah, I don't think Tanzania gives a shit about what people find out. No, <laughs> I wouldn't. I think, would imagine right? not. That that would be a country I would not. Yeah. I mean, not that I'm like, oh yeah, I know Tanzania. Like what? You know. I don't at all, <laughs> but I just get the vibe that they're, you know, like if, if something's not legit, like they're probably gonna like say it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but anyway, so I just thought that was interesting that it's like, it seemed like they just got over the hump of that last like controversial. They're like thing. here we and are then, again, and like you know, and you probably know that it's going to be controversial before you post this, and like you're sitting on this like Instagram photo of this crocodile you just killed, and you're like, it's a world record. Like we're gonna post this, and people are yeah. gonna be pissed, and then yeah. you just like click share. <laughs> yeah, and then just like, wait right. for it. You know, yep. here we go. I'm gonna. Watch I can't even imagine part. that feeling to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think but, I want that feeling. Yeah, I don't know. But the, you know, like the the initial reel that they posted of it had like like five, almost 500,000 views on the reel. Uh, yeah. I don't huh. know. So I, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. That is. That is so, very, very nuts. So anyway, I'll, I'll keep an eye. Like I said, it looks like maybe they posted a couple of videos since then that might address some of this, but I don't, I don't think they like directly are saying whether what they did was like, you know, I guess we'll find out in the next few weeks. Yeah. We'll so, be able maybe. to have an update on it. Yeah. But other than that, what else we got pink? What are we rolling into? Uh, I think we got some, t- we, I think we got a little time left here. Let, let's just get into maybe, uh, you want to do a little story time action? We haven't done that in a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you want to get in? 
I was going to say, what are you thinking? Because I don't, I, I don't have anything off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, well, we still, we still haven't talked Montana. We keep kicking that can down the road. So we can, we could do that. Um, you know, or we could talk about, uh, let's see, when's this going to come out tomorrow? Probably. Huh? Yes. We could give people, give people a little preview of the next, of the next video from last weekend. That'll be out. You know? when we, yeah. I mean, yeah. We start let's do that first. Let's do that first. Let's talk a little bit about ice. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We can. I mean, the next video that'll be out Thursday is finishing up uh, Otter Tail, which this is right after you cook the Euros. So this which next day also, is when we were in the ground blizzard. Yeah. And I will say that, dude, that recipe has gotten some serious traction over the past. Yeah, week, it has. For it whatever really reason. Has over, I don't know why that it. And I'm glad that one did because yeah. that one deserves it because it's that good. Like I've told everybody, I've been like, it's that good. Like, just go through the effort once and do it. Yeah. But like, it's weird because we've posted a lot of ones that were good and and like and occasionally one like hits and it like resonates with people. And then like you see it all over. And this is like one of those ones. Yeah, no, it's been everywhere. And the people who are yeah. sharing it like love seeing it. And it's yeah. like some actually like fairly high profile people too. I've been like, look at that. That's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's been sweet. But uh yeah, no, we finished up Otter Tail. Uh yeah, the next one will will be in a pretty wicked ground blizzard uh for part of it. And then <clears throat> yeah, just finishing up that early ice swing. I think it'll be nice too. I'm excited to start posting videos from recent um and i think what people can get excited about is uh we do have so we have two videos from within 60 miles of the metro that'll be coming out and one of them um is more than likely going to end up being a film like it's probably going to be really long like 55 minutes to maybe an hour and a half um and it, it it'll be cool because it's going to be a showcase of the last month and almost a half month month ish to month and a half ish of fishing backwaters, and basically yeah, like fired up, dude. There's ice. There's not ice. There's sketchy ice. There's not ice. There's sketchy ice again. There's not ice. And then finally, we kind of got to put a little bit of cap on it. Um, over the weekend, me, me, Waldo and Griff were able to get out and got into a really good bite. And, uh, yeah, people, people love the backwater stuff. So that'll be good to get that role. And with that said, there's still, I mean, when we filmed last weekend, there was not a lot of ice and there still isn't right now, but that's going to change very rapidly. Yeah. But it sounded like the, it wasn't like deterring people from going. Like you said, there was a num like a decent number of people. Yeah. It seemed out. like last weekend, uh, from what I saw across the state, it seems like last weekend was kind of everyone was like, all right, the holidays are over. I'm done waiting. I'm going somewhere. And yeah. it seems like a lot of people went fishing, um, whether it was up north or kind of where we were. Um, or just all around, it seems like people kind of were fed up with it, and they finally got out. But yeah, so we got into that good bite, and then we were able to go uh, get on another bite within the metro and have a little bit more of pink cooking and all us hanging out. 
Yeah, and that was fun. So this basically this past weekend we stayed up at your house, uh, yeah, which was fun. Like I, I, it it's fun when we can all like get together and stay in one spot. Like I enjoy that. I think everyone kind of does. Like it's kind of fun just hanging and you know, it it feels yeah, more like I, you're on a trip even though we're like not. <laughs> yeah, and I think you know? we've seen that with a lot of the episodes we've posted is just as long as I think as long as two of us are together, three of us or something, and we're showing it like people like seeing the behind the scenes and everything going on there. But it gets really tricky to film in the metro because. Like the reason we film in the metro is we all live here, so it's like well, I can yeah. I can just drive there from my house. But now we're fairly spread out, so um, we kind of have little base camps all over the metro, which is actually works out pretty well for us. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You just got to get some more beds, dude. <laughs> yeah, I or I had or more or like another couch or something. Well, I I had two air mattresses I purchased and we just didn't pull them out. I know and they're like, like big thing. You know? They're like big, nice air mattresses and we just didn't pull them out. So that, yeah, that, but yeah, we're still getting settled. So yeah, we yeah. need to get another couch or something, but it was nice to all be together in a place and just get that rolling again. And I, I think all of us right now, I mean, and we've said it before, but it's just crazy being like, okay, yeah, now we're going to get a go and go catch fish. And you look and you're like, dude it's mid-january like by this time we are normally humming just yeah. crushing stuff having fun like here we go now let's go here we've been here we've done this there's been people here like we're mm -hmm. it's been this like dude it's been this like five to six week tease of being like god i can't wait till we go here and you're and still, still like kind of clawing for every inch you know <laughs> like mm -hmm trying to make it happen still and yeah now like, and now i'm glad this weekend we're gonna get a bunch of cold mm. we're gonna get a bunch of ice and like like i was telling griff today i was like dude by next like monday or tuesday i think i'm gonna be able to go back that trailer up and just go rip that snowmobile wherever we want to go which would be nasty just to be able to right away be like okay no walking done <laughs> yeah yeah and that's what I would I would enjoy that. Well, and it just it like keeps you in the game, you know. Yeah, well, like you and can you, make moves and we know, need to be efficient. There. Well, that's especially it. like I think the biggest thing we can talk about from this weekend, and it's not necessarily story time, Pink, but it's just um, people see it in the video. But we appreciate our passive barb listeners. So those of you who watch both <laughs> and are here, I think uh, so. This weekend, you guys will end up seeing it in the videos, and we can give a little bit away here, but. Uh, we all this weekend basically hit fuck it mode. I would, for lack of a better term, I would say that's accurate. Yeah. Fuck it mode is good. Yeah. And we are like, uh, no more. Like we said, we're coming back to the Metro and we've been like, Oh, we need to go here and get a few videos or do this and get a few videos. And we had some really cool trips planned and, uh, we canceled all of them. Not yeah, because like I, of lack of ice. And it, that's the thing. It's not because yeah. of lack of ice there. It's not because we couldn't go catch big fish and do cool things there. It's because we really want to do it here. <laughs> well, and, that yeah, but that and it's like it it's exciting to be like doing what we want to do versus like I, I feel. Yeah. Like to your point, we were kind of getting in this mode where we we're like we were just like getting content to get, you know, like we got to get a video made. 
Yeah. So we go and like do something. And like, yeah, that no, was this, little, this, this, the, this past weekend. And we were like, we were on that lake and we we're catching those eaters and we we're like working for them. And we're all looking at each other like the same. Hey, dude. Yeah, this is. Yeah, this is not. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it. a, it's a good video and it's the crappie chronicles, yeah. but it's not it's not what people fell in love with. And for the people who've watched the Chronicles forever, I know like a lot of people have really enjoyed watching us travel, go experience a bunch of places and go along those adventures. And we have too. But like when we say we hit fuck it mode, it's we are back to our game of 18 within 60. And like we're that, that's all it. that's all we're doing. We're very excited about it. Yeah, we're that <laughs> it's going to be we are going to document it very well. And it's going to be like if if we're going to have an ice season like this and it's going to go like this, like we're going to try to do something epic like we're yeah. already and, planning on trying to do it. But we thought we were going to yeah. be able to do other stuff. And now we're like, OK, soul goal 18. Yeah. And I think uh, like we we talked about this for like hours and hours and hours. But I think we've come up with like kind of a plan to do it that is going to like shake things up for the series a little bit too. Yes. Yeah, yeah for sure. I actually told Griff <laughs> about it and he was all on board. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I think he, this is going to yeah. be sick. Yeah. I got a, I got a chat with Waldo and Phil in on the full encompass of what it's going to take. It is going to be a bitch editing, but uh, yeah, it's going to be really cool. People are going to get really long videos. They're going to be, epic stories and now we just need one fish to cooperate and hopefully God. one does and then hopefully a couple more do yeah, so if we, if we pull this off i don't know dude <laughs> yeah i don't <laughs> we've been saying it for four years well last year was kind of i mean we thought we could get one in maine but um but it wouldn't other, have been the same no it know? wouldn't have been the same and i think that's what we all realized traveling and like when we had these discussions and is we really want to do it here because that's what the whole series was based on. So for, yeah, for everybody's watch forever, like that's been now listen to pass the barb. <laughs> like we, we love you guys. You guys have followed us over to pass the barb. So we'll, we'll let you know like that. That is what's coming. Like next week starts that. And we have a lot of very big fish on camera already. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it, it's, gonna, it's going to be good. Um, oh, and we're really, really, really excited about this ice season. And just, I mean, we all talked about the plan of like, dude, you like kick the can and look at each other. And you're like, what if we just said, fuck it. And just did this. Like, and it's what, like, yeah. What if, what, what if, if we, we just did this? And we are like, well, why don't, why don't we? And I don't think everyone's expecting it either, you know, which I think is like an awesome curveball. Like, I know we said like, yeah, we're going to fish the Metro more and do that again this year. But it was like with the way the ice conditions were and everything, I don't think anyone's expecting us to do that. And we're no, just going to, and, yeah, and we're, we're just coming out and saying, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> so that's, yeah. And we're going to have about five weeks to do it. That's yeah. the way I'm seeing it right now. So uh all gas, baby. All gas. And luckily we're not we are very not burnt out right now. Actually, no. it's just like like Griff and I are out there today. Like now at yeah. this point, we're just like bored. We're just like, when can we when can, can we, we just go? go? Can we just go yeah, now? Can we just go do this? Like, dude, I haven't even rigged like two or three of my rods dude, yet. After, it's January after this weekend, it's gonna be like engines have been idling, dude. Like, let's rip. Yeah, it's <laughs> 
I am so excited. Yes. And yeah. that's, I think, a lot of the people who have watched the series know um, when we get excited, that's when, like, good stuff happens. So Agreed. we're pumped. But, like, for, for everybody, the one thing we will be able to tell you is for everybody who watches this series, there will not be – I don't believe there will be one day we go onto the ice where we're not just going after one fish. So winging. Yeah. So we might catch some little ones in the process. I mean, that obviously happens, but like, but I'm going to be mad. About there's it no now. more <laughs> us looking at you going like, Oh, we're going to go on a meat run quick. Like we already got that stockpiled. Pink has the crappies. We have, the we were, we were we naughty to him food. this weekend. Yeah. We have the, we have the crappies we need yeah. for food for cooking. Um, it is now just go get a big one and hopefully, uh, hopefully they cooperate, which I think they will. I think I they will. Do. They've had I a long do. break. <laughs> yeah, yep. it's time. It's time to do it to him. Yeah, very much so. Time to do it to him. And we're we're very pumped up about it. So we hope everybody else is pumped up for the ice season, too. I think um, I think what makes me so excited for this, too, is knowing like, dude, it is mid January. Like we can just go gas for five weeks and then like it's going to be basically spring. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh man, another month of winter. It's like we've been waiting for winter. Right, just like right about now is bit. when it usually starts like slowing down, and you're like, oh, you know. Yeah. No, it's yeah. now you can just pedal to the metal the rest of the winter, and I'm very yeah. excited for that. It was nice to drive the snowmobile around today. I because they've dude. just been, dude. They've just been sitting in my front yard. Like we got them on like November 5th or something this year, so that we could have them at the Thorn Deal. And then I was like, yeah, you know, maybe we'll get some early ice and get to go rip around and look around. They have literally sat in my front yard for other two than months. that one weekend. That other than trip. one weekend, we took them up north and we were able to use them two one days. day, two days, one day, two days, I think. Yeah. And then we pulled the wheeler off for one thing. But like it's <laughs> it's just, we have not gotten to use. It's ridiculous. No. We no. get these sweet Polaris machines and they're like, but you don't get to use them. Well, they're <laughs> going to be putting in some work here pretty quick. So I'm not too concerned about it. They will be. They will be. But yeah, so that's what's, I mean, that's kind of what's going on with the ice season. Unless you got anything to add. I mean, I think that's the thing we can tell the passive barb listeners that they should be pumped about. Um, and I mean, we're not spoiling anything either because the chance of us kept actually catching an 18 on camera is so low. <laughs> but, True. We're but, aiming for that percent, but like we're about to do, we're about to do it. So yeah, <laughs> we're due. That's what you say, right? We're due. Yeah, yeah. But I will say, when we do catch one, we're probably not going to spoil it on here. You're going to have to watch. <laughs> yeah, no, we won't. <laughs> be like, yeah, I don't know. Fishing sucked, kind of actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. Just ain't biting. Yeah. <laughs> no. If we if we got one, I've been waiting to edit that video for four years. I have so much film, so much stuff. Like that'd yeah. be cool. No, I got my juices flowing, like talking about it the other day and everything. And I was like, we're doing the right thing. Like this is this well, that's is the what thing we you need. need the ju- you need the juices flowing. Yeah, for sure. Sick. But yeah, what well, do you so what if you want to tell the people about what went down in Montana? Otherwise, we can be good. I don't know. It's up to you. Let, let's do it because I've been wait, we've been kind of pushing this one, and we're getting like further and further away from it. So let, let's let's get it out there for the people. Um, yeah. What do you got? 
so this this was basically um the like my last uh trip of the season right before ice season so this would have been uh right this was right before thanksgiving that i went on this trip yeah Um, yep yep so basically um this was a deer hunt in uh southeast montana and uh was just like a small small group so it was just me me and my dad and my buddy uh tj uh went out there and we'd all hunted there last year just with a bunch of doe tags and went and smashed some muleys and it was fun and we kind of learned learned a little bit more about the area and um and figured we'd try to try to get some some buck tags for this year which ended up working out so we drew me and my dad both drew mule well th- in montana you get the it's like the general deer tag so it's it's just like an any deer tag basically yeah so you, it's white tail or mule deer and you can shoot a buck or a doe with that tag um and then uh i told i told him about it and he was like yeah dude i definitely want to come to that and i think he he i don't know if he put in for a draw or whatever but he ended up scoring a, a doe tag for that too a white tail doe tag so we basically we had three deer tags we we're going out there for basically four days and i felt pretty confident like dude we're gonna go out there and we'll like smash deer we'll get one every day it'll be super fun like you know like it had been previously there was quite a few of them around and um didn't seem too hard to come like you know if you put if you went out hiking and everything you were going to get them Mm -hmm. so that was that was our game plan and this year crazy because there last year when we went there was quite a bit of snow and the temps were like crazy low so it was like we were camping you know where we just put up a wall tent out there and and camped it and last year we had quite a bit of snow we ended up having to run like heaters constantly because it was like it was below freezing every day um so just like sleeping out there and stuff was you know you had you had to keep heaters running and that kind of thing um this year super like not like that pretty mellow out there (laughs) zero snow (laughs) uh so everything was just brown and you know it just looked like it does out there in the summertime still and so we got out there um i think we ended up driving out there like on i want to say like a thursday something like or you know wednesday night got there thursday morning kind of thing and uh we set up our camp and we just kind of game plan that we were just going to go hike up to a couple spots we'd hunted before and just like check things out. And it was like apparent very quickly that it was not going to be like the year prior, like the deer numbers. And I, like I knew about this cause like they put out like population estimates, that kind of thing, like that you can like do research on. Right. Yeah. And it's this part of the state is, I, I mean, like it's, like there's areas where they got hit harder than others with like winter kills and and stuff like that and they've been giving out probably more doe tags than they probably should have been for a number of years so like the deer numbers are just like way down and like exponentially down from last year even to this year and uh so we were putting in like hella work just to even like get eyes on animals at all and uh so like day and like i don't i don't like to base like a whole trip on like day one right you go out you don't get into them and it's not like oh dude we're totally screwed you know like um but it was obvious that it's like this is going to be a lot more difficult than we expected probably and there was probably about the same like there weren't a lot of other hunters out there which is nice the area we were in was like we kind not that we had to ourselves, but like you could hike as much as you want and not run into anyone else pretty much yeah and and, you know, we, we checked some stuff and, um, 
I think we saw the first day we, you know, we, we were kind of talking like it, it doesn't look super good, but if, if we see like, just like a legal, well, I mean, any buck is legal out there, but like, a, just like a medium small, like I, I might shoot like a smaller buck just to be like, I don't know how, how easy this is going to be. Well, day one, we get into some does and everything and we put a couple stocks on and we actually had a cool, the first like kind of stock of the trip, we all were on together. So all three of us kind of came over this little rise and we got right on these muleys that were bedded in this little brushy draw. And, uh, it was like a small two by two mule deer and a couple of does in there. And we were got to probably like 50 yards on them as a rifle hunt. So, I mean, that would have been like done deal, mm. but, uh, we all kind of opted to like not shoot, um, and whatever. And, and like I said, TJ had a doe tag, but it was for a whitetail only. So, um, we kind of just like had to let that, the does go on that. And he was kind of like frothing just to be like, if we see one, like it's game on, like, I'm going to, I'm going to shoot one. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, you know, it, this was definitely more, well, I shouldn't say it was just to be like a meat mission. Cause we had just come off of shooting two bulls in Colorado and we were like, average is a ridiculous amount of meat but it wasn't like i was like gonna be a trophy you know i was like oh i'm holding out till i see mr big out here you know like i just yeah i just wanted to get one and have a good trip and just you know have some fun out there and it's fun fun country to hunt in um and so that first day we really yeah we got into a couple of deer only um and passed that one that one smaller buck and we did a ton of glassing a lot of hiking a lot of glassing and just like we're not turning up deer um, and so we opted to hike kind of deeper into a section that we hadn't spent much time in, um, and had some, you know, figured that's just fresh. Like we'll go way back in and the hiking out there, like you can cover a lot of miles without feeling it really. Like, it's mm -hmm. not like being in Colorado where you're at high elevation and like, you know, it's steep and you're really busting your ass. Like this part of Montana is like a lot more open and it there, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some steep stuff, but it's like low elevation and you can just kind of cruise around. Like, it just feels mm -hmm. like you're walking around here, you know? Um, so if you, you know, you hang on 10 miles in a day, it's like, whatever, like, you know, don't really feel that. Um, but yeah, uh, we ended, so we didn't end up scoring anything on day one, day two, uh, <laughs> You know, I, we were talking that night and then it was kind of like, man, there's not a lot of deer around. Like maybe we should just kill the next buck we see kind of thing, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> and so we and I'm in my head, I'm like, dude, I know there's still some good ones here. Like I, 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 I kept saying, you know, if I see, if I see a four by four, I'll probably go after him, you know, even yeah. if it's a smaller one, I just want like just a solid frame buck, you know, whatever that's, I'd be cool with that. So we go and, and we hunt in the morning and, and not much doing. And then, uh, we end up cruising back further into this like basin that we had seen on the map and we, we'd seen it through like spotting scopes before, but we never really, I guess, put, you know, much of any time into it. Yeah. And, uh, like we get back in there. Cause in the morning we, we did actually, we went to a cool spot and we saw some deer, but never had like anything that we could go after. So we, we changed locations, hiked into this spot, go back into this kind of ravine area. And it was really hot that day. And so, um, like we, we were kind of hiking and, and we ended up just getting all sweated up, getting into the spot. Cause it was kind of a far, far rip in there. Yeah. And, 
uh, kind of the game plan was like, you know, TJ and I were hunting together and then my dad was going to like take whatever other route. So there, there was an area that we, we were going to go basically around this basin up there. We were going to stay on the top of it, be like looking down in and mm-hmm. we were going to go one direction. He was going to go the other. And we just kind of like hunt our way out. And then we just were like, Oh, we'll just meet up at camp at dark, you know, or after dark, like whatever. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> so we split up. And it's probably like 20, 20 minutes after we split up and we, we had just done like a little ass kicker getting up this little steep section and we just sit down, like there's a little shaded spot and this little pine, pine block. And we're like, oh, it's just chill here. We can glass a little bit. And we're sitting there and, and here, here, here a, a shot from like right behind us. And I was like, it had to, you know, had to have been him, you know, taking a shot. And I knew like any any of the shooting was in like decently close range to kind of like where he was going so i'm kind of thinking okay that's cool you know yeah and so like when you hear like a shot from where like somebody else in your group is that's usually like oh i'm stoked you know yeah and then like maybe three or four seconds go by and then i hear another shot and i'm like okay well maybe i had to like you know follow-up shot whatever and then like two seconds go by and then I hear like another shot and I'm like, oh, fuck, that's not good. <laughs> you know, like, you know, because I when you don't and they it's weird because when. Uh, like when you're rifle hunting, a lot of times you can tell like if it was a miss, like from very far away, like based on what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, and all then you know, all like these shots, they sounded solid, like they sounded like they were impacting something. And uh and I was like, I don't know, man. And and we were in a spot where there was like, like no, like there was no way to contact each other. Right. And yeah, I even had like an in reach with me, which is like, so you can text like satellite text. Yeah. But it was like I, the service, like everything was so shitty where we were, like you'd send it and it wouldn't, it would take like 15 minutes to send. And so like, I have no idea what's going on. So we just decided we're just going to like, hike, we'll just hike back towards that way, you know, and maybe we'll, we'll see them. And so we, we kind of hike out to the rim of this basin. So we're standing basically on like a cliff and luckily his phone starts ringing and he answers it and we get the whole thing. And, and so he called and he's basically selling us. He's like, Oh, I got a buck down, you know? And I was, I was hyped now. I'm like, we got, you know, we got a deer down day two, yeah. you know, sick. And I have no idea like how big it is or anything. I don't even think he said really, I think he, he was pretty hyped. So I was like, okay, maybe it's, a, I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe it's big even. And he's, and he's telling us like on the phone, he's like, oh yeah, there was like five other bucks in there. I'm like, no shit. So we basically just crawl out to this cliff and we just like post up for a little bit. We're just like laying on this thing, kind of waiting for, to, for him to like hike down into the, into the bowl. So we knew where to go. (laughs) Cause we could see him on like a cliff across from us. Right. Cause we're on two cliffs looking at each other. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And we're glassing down in the bottom and there's just like deer all over the place. Like we're watching groups of does moving around and he'd already like shot down into this little basin three times. And eventually he starts walking down the kind of the, is it super typical to see that many? Like just like that when we were there. Yeah. Like a lot, this was like, like I said, right before Thanksgiving. So it was like the peak of the rut basically. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. The, the bucks are like, they're, they're pushing does around and you know, they're kind of, a lot of the deer tend to group up a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not uncommon that you would get in a situation where you like are seeing a lot, but, but like I said, the deer have been very spread out, hard to find. We got into this one situation where there was a lot of them in one yeah, yeah. basin, you know? which is exciting, right? Because it's, and it's possible that if one of those does is like in heat or whatever, that it's pulling a lot of bucks 
into yeah. that area too. Cause they, you know, they can smell it on the wind and come from a long way to, to go check that out. So, and he had said that he'd seen a number of bucks. And I think the one, the one he shot, I believe he said it was like square enough to fight with another buck, right. When he shot it, which is pretty sweet. He said it was all, all like bristled up and they were kind of getting ready to do it. But, uh, so we, we hiked down there he was hyped, you know, and it was, uh, it was like a two by two, not like a super big buck, but it was, it was awesome. Like, and, uh, I, I think it was a fairly long shot too. I don't know if it was like maybe like a 300 yard shot or so, um, like off of a cliff, which was kind of dope, you know, like shooting down into yeah. this basin. So we all kind of get down there and, and we all, uh, you know, we're celebrating whatever. And we end up cutting it up right there. And this is like in the afternoon. So we started hiking out like right before dark, I'll say, cause we thought, Oh, maybe we'll get out of here with enough light to like kind of glass or maybe turn one up on the way back. But, um, we ended up doing the hike out in the dark and it was like an absolutely like gorgeous night, <laughs> like, like just super bright, uh, moon and like the stars were out. Like it was badass, And, and we were just hiking like no headlamps, you know, which is yeah. kinda, like, just a I nice mean, like, night for once. Yeah. And it was just like, it, it was nice to be out there. And, you know, we were just like, we had a successful day and we're like packing a buck out. Like this is, you know, everyone's got meat in their backpack. Like things are, this is what you're here to do, you know, it's yeah. like kind of that vibe. Right. And, uh, and so we, you know, we make, I think we're like maybe ha- a, a third of the way back to camp by the time it gets dark. So we make our way all the way down to the tent and we're like, dude, yeah, this is sick. Like we're, we're eating, you know, mule deer tonight, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we end up whatever, making it back to camp, crushing some food. Um, and then figuring in the morning, we're like, well, let's all, you know, maybe we'll, we'll hunt back through that area again tomorrow kind of thing and like, see what's going on. So we try that. Uh, so now it's day three. And, um, we hike all the way back in there in the morning. We're like not seeing shit. I think we jumped a couple of does on and like, I keep going back to like the year prior and it was like everywhere you went, you got into deer. Like you hike yeah. over the next ridge, boom, you're on some more hike over the next ridge. You're on some more. This was like, you'd hike uh, several miles and then get into maybe like one or two deer. Like it was just like, cra- like crazy, crazy different. Absolutely mm-hmm. unbelievable different. And so now it's day three and my thinking was like, okay, well, let's just all go high. Like kind of, now we're kind of all hunting together still. Cause my dad's, he doesn't have a tag anymore, but I kind of kept feeling like maybe we should split up and do something. Cause like TJ's tag was for a whitetail, you know, and the whole, like, I obviously still wanted to like chase muleys around, uh, even though I could shoot a whitetail if I wanted, but I was like, I, that was what I was there for. I like hunting mule deer. And I was like, that's, that's what I want to chase. But yeah. the, re- the reality is like, we are not going to find a whitetail where we are hunting right now. Yeah. And I didn't, I mean, I knew he really wanted to get one too. So I didn't <laughs> want to just be like, dude, no, let's just do this. So I was kind of like, all right, well, you know, maybe we should, you know, like figure something out. But he was, he was like, he wanted to hunt with us too and, and kind of do that. So I was like, okay, well, let's, let's give it today, see what happens. And then, and then kind of like figure out a new plan. So we hunted that day and we went and hiked a whole bunch of new stuff. We'd never been to before. Like we went really far into this area. Um, and it, it's like a cool area because it's like probably been cattle ranches for like hundreds and hundreds of years. Right. So there's like, you know, you go back in, there's like all these cool rock formations, like way the hell back in there. And like, you know, people have been carving shit into these like limestone 
little cliff things since like the 1800s, you know? Yeah. So there's like a lot of cool like stuff like that. And like, you know, people carving their name in there and the date and I don't know what well, that kind of stuff like kind of fires me up. Like that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's just cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And like you see, like the interesting thing with mule deer is uh, especially like bigger bucks. They 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 make these like beds um, like along cliff faces and stuff where they kick out like the dirt and the the sand and everything. And they like cut it into the ground like deep like that they can like lay in there. Okay. But like, they'll use it for like years and years and years and years kind of thing. So like, gotcha. it, it's like a, a, like a bedding spot, right. Yeah. That these deer, you know, have created and they use. So it was cool getting up in some of these cliff bands and like, see, like you see, like we, we weren't jumping deer out of them, but seeing some of those places and you're just like, God damn, like it would be so sick to see one laying in there. You know? <laughs> like just on this like cliff face, like if you picked him off from, you know, so far away like you could totally move on them and that kind of stuff so we had a cool time up there just kind of going around and we did we saw we got in on a doe in the morning um that we were kind of watching and and i kept saying i'm like man I, i'd really like to kill a deer today you know and and tj is put like non-stop like we'd see a deer he's like you should shoot it for sure <laughs> he's like, <"Dude, laughs> like come on like he just wanted one to be dead, dude. He's like, yeah, yeah, no, like, uh, like, so we see this doe right away. He's like, dude, that's a pretty big doe. Like, you should probably get it. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, come on, like, like it's the morning, hey, dude. Like, chill. <laughs> like, but then I'm kind of like, I mean, I, like I would, you know. So yeah. And then, uh, and then of course we're like watching this thing. We're kind of like mulling that over, and I'm kind of just like delaying making a decision because i'm like come on like you know let's turn up a buck here and and then we did and actually a a pretty solid buck got up in front of us uh while we were kind of laying we had the spotting scope out and the whole deal and buck gets up and it's maybe like 200 yards away has no idea we're there just kind of like milling around and i was uh I was looking at him through my rifle scope and it, like the angle I had on him, he didn't look real big. And so I, I didn't get like super excited right away, like immediately, like throw my bipod out and get ready to shoot. I was just kind of like looking at him and, and, and those guys were looking at him through the scope and they're like, dude, I think he's pretty good. I think he's pretty good. And I thought they were just pumping my tires. Like, Oh, you should shoot this buck, you know? Yeah. And you're like, and, okay. Yeah, and yeah. so I'm like, ah, let me look at him, you know, like, I don't know. And, and so I crawl over there and I get in the scope and I'm, now I'm eyeing him up and, and he turned his head a bit and I was like, Oh, he looks, he looks all right. You know, he's three straight three by three, pretty tall frame. And I was like, oh, okay. Maybe if it's like, if it's like a chip shot or we get in on him, it's super cool. Like, yeah. All right. So he ends up going, feeding over this Ridge. Uh, we all kind of grab our stuff and start moving that way. And, and I was still like on the fence, but I was like, let's just make a play and see what happens, you know? So, yeah. okay. so we start cruising down there and, and like halfway to where we thought he was, we kind of lost him, And, and then we ended up picking him back up on a different Ridge, like, uh, coming back towards us. Like he had, he'd gone out of the, the little hole we were in and circled around the top and came back. And then he was kind of facing us coming back. And I looked at him through the scope on that one. And I was like, he ain't bad. dude. Like, he's not real. He's not like a giant one or anything, but he had kind of a cool look to him. And I was like, I, at that, at that moment, I was kind of like, all right, if we get a shot at this buck, like I'm killing him kind yeah. of thing, you know? And, uh, and I, I felt good about it then. Cause that's the thing with like, uh, like deciding to kill. It's like, it, it's kind of like got to fire you up or like something's got to make you want to actually get them. You know yeah. what I mean? 
Cause it's like, it's a weird deal. I don't know why that is either. Um, but is the moment you like your mind clicks into like, yeah, all right, game on mode. It's like totally different. So I did, I was like, all right, I'm in, let's do this thing. So we start making moves and it. And this is when we're in all these like limestone cliffs and big rock formations and stuff. It was kind of a badass spot. And, um, we start sleuthing through there and we, I thought made a really, really good play and we get to, you know, like the last little bit where it's like, okay, we come right over this. They should be down in this little ravine in front of us. We make the move, we get over the top and there's like no, nothing there. And then, uh, we end up moving up slightly to where we're now on kind of like another cliff face. And there's a couple deer better right below us. And we got kind of excited for a minute cause we thought it was going to be the buck in this doe that we'd been watching. But it uh, it ended up just being like a couple does bedded down there. And they they picked us off and got the hell out of there pretty quick. But it was cool. We got to watch them at like pretty close range for a while. And and they bailed. And and the thing out there, it's kind of demoralizing. Like when you bump some some animals, they run like over the horizon, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. So you're like, oh, so they're like gone, gone. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now you're like starting over kind of thing. So it was like, all right, well, that was fun. But now we, we had no idea where this buck went and we figured, well, maybe, you know, just let's just hike up to the next base. And so we did that Well, we play that game for a while, you know, and it's just like we're not turning up anything but some some little mule deer does and hike a few more miles. We ran into a couple other hunters back there and we chatted with them and and it was like a it seemed like a dude and his daughter that had been uh, hunting there like for a while or like a number of years and kind of said the same thing about the numbers they were like man this is crazy like we've never seen it this bad in here kind of thing and and they hadn't seen well at least they didn't say that they had seen any like mature deer box at all so we get we get on top of this hill and we all are kind of like taking a nap or whatever you know just figured oh we're at like a vantage point under these trees let's just chill for a while midday kind of thing and we're there taking a nap and and of course, like an entire herd of goddamn mule deer comes by us at like 40 yards while we're taking this nap. And, uh, so I end up kind of like rushing out there and getting set up, figuring if they ever stop running, they literally came by us, had us pegged, ran down this big hill in front of us. I got set up on a bipod, but it was all does. Um, so never took a shot on that. And then we hiked, we just started hiking our way back towards our camp and we ended up running into one more buck that got us excited that was chasing a doe and we just never caught up to him like i i saw him um we we worked up to the top of this hill peeked over and ended up running into like a spike buck at like very close range on the other side so i'm looking at him through my scope and i was like that is i I really don't want to shoot that deer plus that's 100 not the one we saw so um that was kind of like our evening that night is, and we just kind of kept hiking out and we came kind of right back through the same area. My dad shot that one the night before. And, uh, and you know, it's another one of these things, like when you hike out from somewhere like that, it, you typically are hiking out in the dark, right? So you're, you're hiking out. And if, especially if you're not with other people, <laughs> like your mind starts running a little bit, you know, you start thinking about stuff while you're just on these long night hikes because you're just yeah, like yeah, nothing yeah. to look at. You're just kind of mm-hmm. cruising, you know. And, and that night we were, we weren't real chatty that night. I mean, we were all hunting together. So there's three guys, but we were just kind of cruising out, you know. So I'm, I'm just mulling over in my head. I'm like, okay, so tomorrow's day four. 
we have basically tomorrow and then we had to leave the morning of day five. So we didn't have like a full. So basically we have one one day and like a half a morning left. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, was like, I I'm, we're going to have to split up. I was like, I don't feel right. I don't even feel right about it. You know, I'm just like, dude, like I he's one of my best buddies anyway. So I was like, I, like, it's all good. But I, yeah, I, I was just like, dude, <laughs> in my head, I'm like, we I, I wanted us to I wanted us to shoot three deer. I was like. There's no no reason we should we shouldn't be tagging out here, and I'm just like, let's make this happen. And in my head, I'm thinking that. So we go back, and we and that night was sick. We actually uh, we pulled some meat out of one of the meat bags, and I made uh, these flatbread pizzas with like backstrap on them on the Traeger in the camp. I think so I was, remember seeing that picture. Oh yeah, I po- I posted it. It was it was awesome. The, it was just so good and it was like after a long day of hunting and everything just tastes better than two and like yeah, and we had the smoker set up in the campsite cuz I had that big that big battery thing out there. So we're I mean, we had this thing on lock, you know, we're camped in this little canyon and wall tents all lit up. We had a big you know, whatever. It was all good. Seemed very chill. And, and then the game plan was like, all right, we're going to let's, you know, we're going to basically split up where it will, you guys go and, and maybe see if you can, you know, find something and I'll, I'll just do my own thing. And, and I, I guess I don't exactly remember what we did in the morning, but I know it didn't work. Um, but the afternoon was when it was like, all right, I'm hiking back in there. And these other guys were going to go basically down to this river area that they had found. Um, I think in maybe in the morning or something that they, they were like, they felt confident that there was, you know, some deer down there and they were going to scope it out. So they take the truck and bail. And we only had uh, one, tr- uh, one truck out there because TJ had flown to Minnesota and drove out with us. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'll just hunt from camp. Like I know where I'm going, you know, and they, they take off. I grab my shit and just start hiking. And I hiked like maybe like an hour, an hour and a half in. And I was actually, I hiked back to the same basin that my dad shot that buck in. And my plan was like, I, I felt confident enough that I would run into something and there's like three basins back to back to back. And I was like, there's going to be at least a deer in one of these freaking things, you know? And I don't know. It's, it's kind of like fishing in that way when you got to just go with your gut on like where you got to be at the, what time. Yeah. You know, it's just like stuff just kind of comes together sometimes. And I don't know why, but I go back there. And I jump two deer in, in the ravine before the basin I wanted to get into. So it's like a super steep, like washed, uh, you know, probably like some Creek drainage, wash that thing out a bajillion years ago or whatever. I don't know. Super steep. Go down in there, blew like five deer out and they all headed towards the basin that I was planning to go to. They were all does, but I was like, okay, well, they're going in there. Like, I seriously doubt they're going to like leave that once they're in yeah. So in my head, I'm thinking if there is any hope that one of those is like a hot doe that could potentially drag a buck in there. Cause there were bucks around, you know, we were seeing them just not often. And I'm like, if they hold up in there, there's like a very real chance that at in the evening when the, cause like the thermals start dropping and like that wind is flushing out of the, one of those big basins that a buck hits something like that and comes up in there. And you know, this, the country is super cool. Like it's very open. And there's just like scattered, like individual pine trees, 
So it's like you can see quite a bit um, if you're up high. Like if you get on one of these cliffs, you can see a lot. So my plan was I'm just going to get up there and I, there's like one little row of trees. I was just going to belly crawl through that to where I was out on like a cliff face basically and then just park behind a pair of binos the whole time. Mm -hmm. So I did, I get up in there, I get down to this cool little spot and I, and I like take my backpack off. I'm being all like stealth mode in this little block of trees. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna find one, you know? And I'm looking down through the binos, just kind of scanning everything, scanning everything. And then I pick up like two does. I'm like, okay, maybe those are the ones I bumped. I have no idea, but they were like chill. They were just feeding on this super steep wall of this, uh, of this basin. It almost was like a spot. Like you would think like a goat would be sitting, like it was almost a vertical wall and they were just like standing on it, just like eating grass, you know? So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. Um, and as time goes by, I pick out two more. So now there's four deer over there. It looked like maybe like three does that were kind of together. It was like an, like a, a big one and like two, like maybe yearling size ones. And then one other doe that was just kind of by herself. And as I was like, this was kind of interesting. So like the longer you get to like watch some animals, like you kind of just like are getting a feel for like how they're behaving. Right. Like a lot of times when you're hunting, mm -hmm. it's like split, split to second. Like you just see this thing you want to shoot it and like you get set up and take a shot. So you don't get to like watch them for a long time. Like I was watching these deer for like two hours, probably just watching them do deer stuff, you know? Yeah. And, like I, that kind of excites me to like, see that happen and, and just watching. And, and I kept seeing how they were like, so these three are interacting with this one. And it was like, they wanted to be like, not by each other. Like they were very like avoiding one another. And I was like, this just seems weird. Like, I don't know what's with that. And I was like, is that one doe maybe like hot? And the other ones can like smell that. And they're just like, we don't want to be around you. Cause the bucks are going to like show up or I don't know what the deal was, man. It was like, I'd never seen it be quite like that where the, like they were interacting in that way. So I'm just watching and now it's getting towards sunset. And now I'm thinking in my head, okay, we literally have a morning left tomorrow. I have no idea what those guys are doing right now. And I was just like, I want to shoot a deer today. Like I just, whatever I, in my head, I just had it said, I was like, today's my, today's my day. And whatever I got to do to make that happen, I got to do. And so I'm watching these three does come right underneath me under this cliff. They're at like 60 yards, maybe right below me. And I was like, I could crawl five feet and literally shoot one off this cliff right now. But I was like, no, no, I'm just going to let them go. And, and so this one is still just standing over there by itself on this super steep little um, wall. And I, I, and I'm thinking, all right, well, you know, if it gets to like last shooting light and I got nothing else, I think I'm going to shoot it, you know? And, uh, and I, I kind of made up my mind. I was like, I felt good about that. I was like, you know, I, I, I hunted hard for basically three days. Um, you know, this, this would be cool. Like, I'll shoot this thing and be all good. Bunch of camp meat. Well, of course it's getting right towards the end there. And then I, this other deer comes up out of the bottom and I, it's like dark enough that I couldn't tell like if it was a buck or a doe or whatever, but it was like noticeably bigger than the other one. And I was like, the way it was acting, I was like, that's gotta be a buck. Like it had its neck kind of stretched out. And I'm like, he's checking this doe right now. Mm -hmm. And it was one of them deals where like you kind of go into like autopilot mode. Like I, I probably had 
from the time I first picked this deer up to when I, in my head was like that, that's gotta be a buck. Like I have to make a play was probably like three seconds. Like I'm literally sitting there, binos up. I'm like, what is that? Oh my God, that's gotta be a buck. Let's go game on. I threw my pack on. I start like cr- crawling out through all this shit out to the, this other cliff by me. Cause I was like, I need to like close the distance, get a better angle on this. And so in, you know, a matter of two minutes, I, I make the move up to this spot. I have such a good approach on them. They have no idea I'm there. I'm crawling a, like across an exposed rock face right to a cliff band. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm going to literally crawl right up to this edge and they're going to be right below me. So I did. I get to the edge. I leave my pack behind me or whatever. I'm belly crawling up. I flip the bipod out of my rifle. I get right to the edge of the cliff and I just kind of like ease up over it, you know, and I'm, I'm just like, all right, where are they at? Where are they at? You know? And I can just see the the doe now. And she's at about like a hundred yards, just feeding super chill. And I'm looking, I'm looking at my watch and I'm like, okay, where, you know, what's legal shooting time at, you know? And, and I had, I had, it was, it felt like it was getting dark on me, but I, I still had like five minutes probably at this time. Like I'm literally like looking at the time. Cause I'm like, all right, waiting, waiting, waiting. And I was like, then I was like losing faith in myself that I'm like, did I just see like this other deer? Like, did I, like I didn't, it maybe wasn't a buck or whatever. And I just, in my head was like willing it to be. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, no, like I for sure, like I see, like I saw this thing, dude. Like I know that that was a buck and I'm like, how am I not seeing it right now? And, uh, and I kept, mil- I'm just like, God, this is so perfect. I'm set up right here. I got the crosshairs on this doe and the scope, you know, and I'm just like, fuck it. If, I was like, if she walks out here, turns broadside, I'm just going to let, I'm just going to shoot it. You know, <laughs> I was just, yeah. I had my mind made up. I'm like, I'm killing one tonight. Like, this is going to be awesome. I'm in such a good spot. Like I, it like, this is perfect. You know? She's coming, she's going basically from my right to my left, walking uphill through some like six foot tall pines, turns towards me to come out into the w- absolute wide open. And I'm talking like six inch tall grass, like <laughs> as good as it gets, you know, she turns to come out and, and the exact moment I'm like looking through the scope, looking at this thing, I just see one antler come through some trees behind her. And I'm like, yup, game on, <laughs> you know? And so the buck basically was, it was just over the ridge behind her, like totally obscured from my view because there was like, like it dropped down, Yeah. but he was standing there the whole time, like probably in the wide open. I just couldn't see him. So she comes walking out and it was so cool. Like I, and I was kind of like filming everything on my approach and whatever. But in this moment, I was just like, I had my phone right there and I was like, no, like I need to just make this happen. And she comes walking out into the wide open in this buck. Like I just see his antlers come out of the trees and he's turns broadside and comes walking right out into the open. It's like six, six inch tall grass. It was like the coolest moment, dude. And like, they were almost straight down from me on this cliff and I'm just laying there perfect. Like the, as, as set up as you could be on a bipod and everything. And he came walking right out and I put it right behind his shoulder and squeezed one off. And I had, I, at that time, I probably had like legitimately like under two minutes of legal shooting light left. And it was like a little bit cloudy that day. So I'd, uh, like it, it felt very dark I'll say, but I mean, like I saw him really good, you know, and everything. Cause once you put like, when you're looking through a scope or like binoculars, it's crazy how much more light there is <laughs> like versus like your eyes, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so whatever I'm looking at him and I was like, man, he actually looked pretty good for the little time that I watched him and I didn't, you know, 
I'm not like sitting there scoring them, but I was like, I mean, he looked like a solid frame four by four buck. And I was like, that's exactly what I came here to get. And he came out, took the shot and it was so cool, dude. Like I shoot down into this hole and it just like swallowed it up. Like, you know, for like a Magnum, Magnum rifle, when you take a shot, normally it kind of like, it's fairly loud. Like this was just like, that was it. Like nothing, just the whole, the, the basin just swallowed up the sound. And, uh, and I literally heard the bullet impact on the deer, just this loud whack. And, uh, and then he went charging downhill about 30 or 40 yards and watched him do like a full, you know, cartwheel front flip or whatever. And, and then I didn't see him anymore. And I was like, dude, you were just like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, just smashed him, you know? And I would <laughs> dude, at that moment, like your adrenaline's flowing, like oh, everything just yeah. came together. It's like, holy shit, you know? And then it was like, I, I had nobody with like nobody to be like, dude, we, you know, we, we just did it. And, uh, and so I'm like, all right, for, I just like, I kind of had a yard sale on my way in. So I'm like, now it's getting dark and I don't have a headlamp. And I'm like, I got to at least go find all my stuff, <laughs> you know? Cause I felt was like, I was like, okay, like this, this thing is dead. Um, so I went back, found my, my pack and all the shit I left, you know, in the, in the hundred yard approach to that deal. And, uh, and I'm like, all right, cool. And I tried to send an inreach message out, but it kept saying like it wouldn't or something to tell those guys like, Hey, like I killed one. And like, not like I shot him like at last lights. And I'm like, okay. Like, even if I started cutting them up right away, I'm like, by the time I do that and then hike out of here, it's going to be like fairly late. And I have no way to tell them like, what's up. And, uh, so I hiked down to where the deer is at. And well, where I thought it was. So I hiked down off this cliff, like picking my way down this thing, get down in the bottom of this basin. And I'm like looking around and I was like, he only ran like 30 yards. Like I can't like, I cannot believe I'm not finding this thing, <laughs> you know? So I'm just like, all right, well, where was I standing and this and this, but you know, once you hike down into something like that, it always looks different. And so I go back up a little ways up the thing and I, and now it's dark and I, uh, I didn't like my headlamp must've been in my pack or something. And I just flipped, flipped on my phone light, you know, like on your camera, <laughs> Yeah, yeah <laughs> which yeah. is like not super bright for like looking around. Yeah, no, but I turned not. it on. You like and I just, always try it and you're like, this is going to work. And, and I'm like trying to like locate a, like a dead <laughs> animal in like, <laughs> in like this big basin, but it was so dark already. Cause the moon hadn't come up yet. I turned on my phone flashlight, dude, and I held it up like over my head, like, like super high. And I just like turned around. I shit you not, dude. I, I held it up and like pretty far away. Cause I had hiked back up. So now it's probably like 70 yards away. I just see like the, the eyeball, like reflecting the light, you know, like how like a deer's eyes look like in your headlights kind of thing. So I'm like shining my phone light around and it's reflecting yeah. off of its eyeball, like in the grass. So I was like, that's gotta, you know, that's gotta be it, dude. So I walk right over there and sure as shit, he was laying there dead. And, uh, and so when I get down to him, like I haven't had service the whole time. When I get down to where the deer's laying, I got like three bars of service. I was like sick. So I was hoping that they did. I was able to get a call out and told those guys, Hey, I, I got one. And I'm like, I'll just chill. Like if you guys, like if you guys just want to go back to camp or whatever, that's cool. And they were fired up. They were like, no dude, we're coming in. Like we're, we're on our way back now. And their plan was like to drive back to the camp, basically ditch all their gear and just come in with empty packs and help me pack it out. So I was just like, cool, <laughs> I'll just hang out. So I sat back there. Um, and 
And when I actually, and I hadn't even gone down to him yet. I just told him, Hey, I shot this buck. Super cool. Well, when I walked down to him after the call, I was like, dude, he's actually pretty nice. Like he's <laughs> pretty solid buck. I was like, Holy yeah. shit. And then I was thinking, I'm like, Oh God, I really want to get some good picks, you know? And like that kind of stuff and some video. So I was like, all right, well, I was just going to cut them up, but I was like, I'll just wait till they get here. Like it wasn't like hot out or anything. Like it wasn't a big deal. So I was like, I'll just chill. So now I'm thinking like, well, what am I going to do? For, like, you know, I got to wait around for these guys. Actually, like they, they were, they got to hike in here still. And, uh, and now it's like dark. So I was just sitting up there on this rock. Cause I'm like, well, <laughs> here we are, you know, just sitting in the back country here. And I, I did, I called, I called one of my other buddies though, just to shoot the shit for a while. And was like, yeah, dude, just shot this deer. Like I'm in Montana. And he was stoked and talked to him for a while. And then my phone battery was pretty low. So I was just like, all right, well, I'm going to try to like save a couple percent in case these guys got to get a hold of me or whatever. So I was just basically sitting up there and I didn't want to kill my headlamp battery either. So I was just sitting there in the dark, basically <laughs> on this goddamn rock, listening to the coyotes going nuts, you know, cause they're just whatever, eating something probably, or I don't know. So I was just chilling, figuring if the yotes ended up coming up to where that carcass was, then I could just like be like, yo, get out but they didn't um eventually those guys came and and like <laughs> there's something satisfying about like when you got guys coming in to help you pack out and like you never know how long it's going to take them to get in like i knew about how long but not like oh to the minute right yeah so i'm just sitting there twiddling my thumbs and you're just sitting there in the dark it's like i have anything to do well i mean you know <laughs> so uh eventually i see their headlamps you know pop over this this ridge way far away and i was like okay they're you know they're almost here kind of thing and they make it down there. They were pumped. We went down, checked them out. It was kind of like, you know, you get to celebrate it all over again kind of thing, which was cool. And we got a bunch of dope pictures and some cool video and stuff. And, uh, and then we all kind of pitched in and cut them up and hiked out. And then again, it was just a gorgeous night too. So that night too, we came, we came out and, and they had told me kind of like while we're cutting that, like, Hey, we found like an actual juice spot. Like there's so many deer down by this river and, uh, and there's some public down there we can get on. And we're like, all right, game on. So now we got two bucks down and we have basically like one morning to get TJ a deer. Yeah. So we come out that night, you know, we ate, we ate mule deer again that night, which is always like, it's always sweet to have like, you know, fresh meat in camp and you're like crushing it. And especially two we, nights in a row. Yeah. And I think we, ate, we had like, I think we ate some, maybe some tenderloin that night, which was just unreal. And, uh, and so in the morning we're like, all right, we're getting up so early and we're going to like drive down to this spot. Well, we get up in the morning and it's like the first legit cold morning that we were there, like actually cold, like frost on the truck cold, you know, which mm -hmm. was like, it wasn't like insane, but it was like definitely like chilly. And we're driving in the dark down to this spot. It's just cracking light. And I, I, I killed myself because I, I was filming so much stuff on my phone. And like, you know, my phone is always full. Like you can't like take a goddamn picture. It's so full, you know? And we get down to this spot in the morning and I'm thinking like, I'm not going to record anything unless it's just like absolutely epic. Like I can maybe get like one or two clips only, and then I'm not going to be able to even use my phone anymore. Yeah. And of course, so we get down to this spot <clears throat> and we're getting close to where it becomes like public or whatever. And we look out in this field and it's all like, 
like ag fields kind of open flat stuff along this river area and there is like just an absolute giant mule deer buck pushing a bunch of does around like <laughs> 75 yards from the road and everything is is like uh covered in like frost crystals you know like uh-huh. everything every blade of grass every fence line everything and this buck is out there, dude. And so we roll the windows down in the truck because they're all like fogged up. And I'm like, I, I want to see this thing, you know, like let's I'm looking at him through the binos and he's all up, dude, swole neck, bristled up the whole thing. And he's like, you can see the steam coming out of his nose and stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I cannot believe I'm not filming this right now kind of thing, you know, like yeah. it is the most epic scene. And and he doesn't even care that we're there, you know. But we're still like maybe a quarter mile from where it becomes public. And, and, you know, then we start seeing some whitetail bucks around and we're like, okay, this could, you know, this could be good. And we roll up to the first spot that's actually public and, uh, we look out there and, and there's like a, a good amount of deer out there, like a bunch of whitetail does. And we're like, game on dude. And so TJ literally is like grabbing, like getting his rifle ready, you know, like like we're going to pull up and he's going to jump out and go make a play on these things. And it's, you know, it's been light for two minutes and we're already like, Oh, there's some deer we can shoot. We pull up to kind of pull off the road and get into this piece of public right there. He jumps out, grabs his rifle and everything goes out there. And I'm just thinking like, all right, I don't want to mess this up. Like I cannot believe they're still here because they can for sure see the truck. And he's like kind of moving out towards him. He gets like 75 yards from the truck and kind of like lays down sets his rifle up on a bipod, the whole thing. And I was like, Oh, this is going to be nasty. You know, I'm going to film this right here from the truck. He's going to smash one. And, uh, and this, these, these deer are standing out there like perfectly broadside, dude. Like, uh, and I'm thinking they're like hundred, 150 yards, maybe like a not far rifle shot really. And he's, he sets up and, and, and he's like rain and he's got his range finder out. He's doing all this shit. And then he takes a shot, dude. And me and my dad are sitting in the truck. And we both look at each other like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> so he takes he takes a shot and you see the bullet impact like in the dirt, like 500 yards past the deer. Like, like way the fuck out there. And I'm like, just <laughs> like a Western movie. Like, you know, when you're watching that like bar shooting scene and you look past the guy and you see explosion in the dirt. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just like, like that. What? And it's like, <laughs> like huge. And I'm like, what? And, and like the, and the crazy part was all these deer just like stood there and just like looked around like, what was that? And so he racks another one, you know? Yeah. Takes another shot. Same thing. Way the fuck. Like, I'm like, what is happening right what now? What are you doing? I was like, this, <laughs> you're blowing it. <laughs> like, this is like a grade A chance, you know? Like, we literally pull up. First spot of the day. Look at all these deer. Get out. Maybe they'll not run away. He gets out. Not only do they not run away, they let him walk towards them and set up <laughs> with a rifle in the absolute wide open. And now he's shooting at them and they aren't running away. And they're like, ha. So he takes, I think at that time, he takes three or four shots before the deer even moves at all. Yeah. And like, is not even in the zip code. Dude. I'm like, what is going on, man? And, and he's, cause he's telling me even before this trip, how much he's been shooting and oh, dude, like guns so dialed, you know? And I'm yeah. like, okay, cool. 
And so we're, and I'm sitting in the truck kind of dying. And I was actually, this part I did record on my phone. So I do have a clip of all this where he's just like airmailing these. And I'm, I'm literally from the truck. I'm thinking it's less than 200 yards from the truck. Like, and he's out there at least 75 yards away closer. And, uh, and so whatever, it all goes down the whole thing. And, and eventually he, like, I think he wait and I, I end up going out there. I get, so the deer are still there, by the way, I get out, <laughs> what <laughs> I get out and walk to where he is. And then we're kind of like talking and he's like, dude, I don't know really what happened. And I was like, dude, I was watching them bullets fly very far away from where we are, <laughs> but not anywhere good. And, uh, and so we, we kind of walk up there cause now we're kind of like, he didn't know what happened on like the last shot that he took. And now we're thinking, well, we got to at least check, like, I don't know, maybe you hit one or I don't know. Right. And it was like the area that they were, it would have been like, we would have found it. Cause it was like a, a little washed out ravine thing that they all ran into. I was like, there's blood. We'll, you know, pick it apart kind of thing. And, and it was like, we were in dreamland, dude. Like so there's a lot of private around us, but everywhere we're walking, like everywhere I look, I'm just like, there's a giant mule deer buck. There's like seven white tail bucks right there. Oh, there's another giant. And they're all just like rutting in the wide open. We're like shooting guns. Like they don't give a shit. Like there's just deer walking everywhere. And I was like, this is pretty cool. But so now we're kind of on this, you know, okay. You know, looking for blood thing. We're on their track you know, okay, this isn't looking real good. We get to the fence line and we're checking on X and we're like, well, technically the private goes another 50 yards. We can go there across this little Creek thing. And, you know, we kind of exhaust that. And I wasn't exactly holding my breath, but you got to at least look, you know, like you, mm-hmm. to like verify. So we, we spent a good amount of time there and we're kind of like, dude, I, I don't know, man. Like I, it didn't look like you hit it on any of those or whatever. Like I watched the bullet impacts way out there. So eventually we decided we're like, it was, it was a mess, man. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> but we've burnt, now we've burned some time. Like it's getting on in the morning and it, and now it's warming up quickly. And we were concerned, like, dude, now all the deer are going to go back down in these river bottoms, which are private where we can't go. And like right now they're all in the wide open. So we're, we're like, they had found the day prior when they were driving around when I was hunting the other spot that they had found another chunk of public that was was pretty loaded up. So we went there uh, and and we kind of glassed over it and it didn't look that good. And there was one other truck there. Like there was some guys hunting like you could go way back in there, but there was another truck parked there at the access. So we were kind of like, I don't want to like go hiking in there necessarily or whatever. And, but while we're parked there two, two whitetails run right across the road in front of the truck and run right into the public, right in front of us. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> so he jumps out with his rifle and get goes, goes away and kind of gets set up hoping that they would stop. And they didn't, they kind of just kept cruising. And then they dropped over the edge into this little river bottom thing. And it was, there was like public, then a little bit of private and then public again. And so we're just like, let's go. Like we can just get, get around the corner of this private thing and get on the public on the other side. And like, maybe they will be right there. And I'm in my head. I'm thinking this is probably our last chance. Like I can't see us finding another setup quite this easy. So we, we take off, we get up in there. Uh, we go around the little corner of private that's there. There's like a fence post. You get around that. Okay. We're in, we're good. And, uh, and now I'm just like, looking around in my glass, trying to find any, any deer. I'm like, they gotta be right here somewhere. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And eventually we spot them where we spot one. Uh, 
deer standing up in this creek bottom on a little like island of dirt. And he's looking at it through the, uh, through the scope and didn't have a real good rest or whatever. And I'm just like, take your time, man. Like, just take your time. And he ended up taking a shot missing again. And now I'm just like, oh man, like, I don't know if this is like a rifles fucked thing or like what's going on here or, you know, I don't know. I don't know. In my head, I'm just like, this, this is not good, you know? And, and so, but the crazy part was, uh, after he took the shot and missed, it started running towards us. (laughs) Okay. And then it kind of got out of view. And I think he tried to get on it again and never, never really like had a shot there, but then it comes. So I'll say the first shot he took to like, maybe like 150 yards or so deer comes closer, goes out of sight. Deer comes closer again, comes out into there a dirt field, basically. at like 70 yards coming right towards us. And it gets clear of like all the brush, everything. It's standing in the, I mean, it's, this is like Walmart parking lot type shit, like wide open flat. This deer comes out running right out into this field and just stands like facing us. It sees us. It just stops and just stands there looking at us like motionless. <laughs> and i'm just like for the love of god make this happen it's like 70 yards you know and and he put he put it right on the chest and let it have it and the thing just i mean got smashed basically so after all that excitement i mean i don't even know how many times he actually shot but i was just like dude we gotta get this done <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like you know just, like come on like it was kind of funny, but I'm also like, come on, like, let's, you know, we got a hammer on here and, and we are like, this deer is right here and we've had how many chances on it. And now it's, this is like a, it was like the deer had come up and was just like, just get me, dude. Like, yeah. just do it. <laughs> just do it already. So he did whatever he put it right. I mean, he shot it like right in the, it was like a frontal shot, 70 yards with a, with a rifle and put him right down. And so whatever we go over there and now we're kind of, we were, we were, relieved but hyped at the same time and we go over there and we ended up butchering that thing up right there and and then while we're cutting that deer up we see these guys come hiking out presumably the guys in the other truck and they're they come hiking over to us and they're like oh nice looks like you got one you know and we're like yeah man like whatever you know we're just cutting them up and it's all cool and they had they were packing one out they just shot a nice eight pointer like further back in it was like uh two two dudes that were they were older than us but it was them and they had like their dad with who was like seemingly very old mm-hmm. and uh they took him back in there and the old man i guess whacked this nice buck so they were they had they were packing the meat out in the head on that one and we were cutting one up and and uh yeah we we, we packed it back to the truck and everyone was all high fives and i mean of course we were roasting them for missing so many times but it was funny yeah and at uh, least you got the job done too so like you got to roast them but you're like but you still got them yeah but it was it's badass like being successful on a trip like that and you know there's a lot of traveling like you know this is a lot of a lot of hours for us to to go out there for a short trip you know we literally for like four days Mm -hmm. and uh came away with came away with two bucks and and a dough out of that deal and a bunch more meat and some good memories and all that so it was fun and like I said, that pretty much capped off my like hunting season. So, um, yeah, like right after that was holiday stuff. And then we pretty much got right into all of our ice fishing business and craziness. So yeah, that one, that one stuck with me though. And like, I, yeah, 
I've told the story to a handful of people and everyone was like, dude, that sounds like such a fun trip. And it's one that's like, I'd like to take other people to do because it's like a very doable one. Like some of these other ones are like a little more involved or like a little more physical where you got to get to and you know, whatever, like it sucks sometimes, but like this one is pretty chill. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you're, you're pretty much hunting out of a base camp. Like you have, you, you know, whatever, you know, I got the Traeger literally in the back of the truck. Like we're chill. We're chill. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, so I, I still have, uh, I still haven't cleaned the skulls from those two bucks. They're just sitting in my garage right now. So I would do that soon, but, um, but yeah, I'll get that thing. all get the skull cleaned up and, get them up on my on my bone pile here <laughs> so you gotta be damn but, near running out of room oh yeah there's always there's never enough right but the uh yeah i don't know it's fun it's fun stuff and like i said there was a lot of good memories on that one and i don't know you never know how it's gonna play out but i i feel like i learned a lot more about like the deer numbers and how they spread out when they're down when the numbers are down and like mm-hmm. we obviously found an area that was like good um yeah just later in the hunt like it was like we'd never been in that part of it by this area that apparently a lot of them either survive in or they move out of some of the the hill country into uh like when times are tough but i'm excited to see how this winter plays out like will was saying earlier like you know they haven't had a lot of snow and typically that first half of winter is when they get hammered like with the the snow that would like kill a lot of animals Mm mm-hmm so even if they do get a bunch of snow at this point, I feel like they might be still okay. You know, like they kind of are, they're through like the part that would suck the most where they, a lot of them would die. So mm. potentially maybe they have a good, a good spring this year with like fawns and stuff and start building the numbers back up. But interesting to see like an area that you really like, and you've learned a lot, like change so much, I guess, you know? Oh, kind of yeah, like sure. kind of like watching a lake get hammered you're like oh man it used to be like so good and like now it's like <laughs> definitely not but yeah there's should have been here back around. in the day exactly but no it was cool to and it you know makes you makes your brain work a little bit more on like the hunting strategy side you're like all right how do we get one one of these little bit better bucks down and we managed to get one like that you know it's just cool so yeah. well, there you go so yeah montana what can i I'm ready to go back already just talking about it gets me riled up yeah yeah well i mean that's your hunting season you guys live like what nine months waiting for like zero time basically yeah pretty much and then you just you just tear it apart for three months and then it's over <laughs> yeah yeah but hey we got hella meat now i mean we this weekend we we're we we're lighting yeah, up yeah we gotta have elk, some of the elk, elk backstrap which yeah, was awesome was super and, good we got plenty more of that going around, so I'm sure we'll be burning plenty of red meat the next couple weekends that we're we're giving her. So yeah, we'll, oh maybe and I, none of us will be complaining. No, so may, maybe maybe we'll pull out some Montana mule deer for this next weekend. <laughs> wouldn't be bad. Wouldn't be yeah. bad. Like I said, hopefully, I'm curious to see how the whole fishing thing goes, dude. I. I think the f- I think it's going to be really good. I'm just like not I'm more of just talking psyched about, about the temperature. Yeah, it's going to be. <laughs> I, I'm more of just talking about this weekend. Oh, okay. Just, yeah. Just like I think it's going to be really good. It's just when you get in the negatives, it's just like God damn. I know, especially because last... it's going to be windy too. Beautiful. Yeah, just what you're hoping for, right? 
Yeah. Well, I don't think we're going to be cooking on the ice. I'll just throw no. that out there right now. No, 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 no. That that will not be happening. <laughs> that one that one will be a no go. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But yeah. I'm curious to see how these temperatures actually shake out. I mean, we definitely plummet like from Saturday night until Tuesday. Right now, I'm looking at the highest temperature we will see will be one. Yikes. Yeah. So we're gonna make hell ice. It's gonna be cold oh, yeah. as shit. But that's also why I'm like, part of me is like, okay, like if we can get out a couple days and just try to hammer it out and see what we can get like i got no problem chilling at home during uh the negatives and being like hey everybody just be ready for once it yeah i mean like dude even the teens are like i don't single digits i don't even really care about or teens it's just like once it's negative stuff starts breaking big time yeah for sure so i'm just happy like literally looking at the forecast right now like it's been like tonight the low is 18 it's like oh my god it's one of the coldest nights of the last freaking two months but yeah. then tomorrow night's 12 thursday seven friday six saturday negative 10 like the next seven days our high at night is 12 so like we are about to make a whole shitload of ice yeah and uh I think that'll lead to a lot of really great things. Like I said, I kind of, my dream ice season would be we get these seven days. And then right after that, it's like mid twenties every day after even, I mean, I'm not going to get greedy and say mid thirties, like mid twenties, even upper teens. Cool with me. Be awesome. Um, Just, but dude, at this same time, we've been waiting so long for it. I'm not going to complain. I know it's like you want it so bad. And then it's like the way we, yeah, here's, here's your, here's your weekend, 15 mile an hour winds and negative 10. You're like, it's like, Oh, you want it. Okay. Yeah. Let's play that game. So (laughs) no, we will, uh, we will see how that goes, but we appreciate anyone who's listened all the way to the end of this two hour, 25 minute pod, me and pink. And, uh, yeah, Stolsky was here earlier. Really? got her worked out and uh i will say i'm making no promises for the next episode just because based off of the guests we're trying to get he's kind of known as a white whale i would say and you just never know like if he shows up it's gonna be awesome if he doesn't i'm like all is good you're just well, like we'll we'll get them eventually. It's just like yeah, we're just hoping we're hoping the timing is one. just. I I wanted good. it for this one, but he was like ah, you know. I was like okay, well we'll do the next one, and you have to. And he was like, all right, deal. I I have the screenshot now. So if he goes I to do it. anything else, I'm like yeah. you, you're in trouble. So uh, we got him next guest on the pod. We probably won't have. There won't be a guest, I would say, for the next month unless it's him because we're going to make sure we get that one. So, yeah, agree. Other than that, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. We appreciate all of you a ton. And uh, until next time, when we have a bunch more ice, we'll have a lot more stories by the next one because as much as we're like, yeah, we're doing stuff, it's been a lot of like kind of doing stuff. And also, we can't really fully talk about it yet because we've just been trying to hold on to videos to survive the yeah. last few weeks so now we get to start actually we're dumping so them. close 
which I'm excited about. I'm excited to start oh, getting cool. stuff out. So thank you everybody for listening and we will see you on the next one.